Hello, this is Stephen Dominguez, BS, in the BS Podcast Network. Please enjoy this fine, fine podcast. This is Officer Mo Weekend coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Sante Sana, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, guys. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. I am Danny. That was very operatic of you, sir. You like that? I did like that. And with us today, we have two more tenors. Excelsior! <laughs> You know, 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 you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Hodges Ivory. Friday, Friday, Friday. Spending my whole day with Bible Weekend crew. That's the best I can do. Friday. <laughs> I <am> good. <laughs> French Friday. French Friday all day. Chicken nugget day. Oh, put it in the sauce. Corn dog day. All the sauce you want. Sauce. You know, barbecue. Oh. Sweet and sour. What sauce were you thinking of? Oh, I, well. Not that kind of sauce. Oh, not that sauce. I was very wrong. Oh, me Koopa. Oh, if you're driving <laughs> me down. Me Koopa. Oh, te Koopa. Te Koopa. Te guste leche. Oh, King Koopa. King Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, our next tenor on tonight's show is... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. It's Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend, Suck It Up, Tough Love, and Ever So Lovely Travel Agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mosquito Killing Date Night at Denny's Bend You Over the Chair, Lily Top. It's Mr. Beijing, Chloe himself, Professor of Gyrotechnics, aka a gyrocologist, Lee DJ White Cheddar, Papa Smurf of Vika, No Hassle Vika. Hi, Lee. Chichi pantalones to you guys. What is up with this, man? This has been a long time. Ooh, we love you long time. Oh, it's been a oh, while. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Since, uh, it's been a while. It's only been like a week, right? It's I been know, a man. <laughs> Kevin, like, I feel like I haven't had a day off in like two weeks, but, and I only missed one show, but it, seems, it just seems so long, man. It feels long I'm ready. I'll be in town next week. We, we'll do it right. Tight. Like this, 1999. That's right. Well, next week is is the least show, so hopefully you have a really good topic because I've been buying you some time. Hopefully you're literally that. bringing it. Yes, in I'm person. Something. I don't know what I'm bringing, but I'm bringing something. 
I don't know what you're bringing, but I'm going to guess it has the Bucky's label on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that Bevo. Got that Bevo on it. I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I haven't been near Bucky's this week, so it, it might not have. What? What's going on with you? What's wrong no, with you? No, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel off my rhythm, man. I feel like I'm. What's the matter with you? That's trifling, B. What are you doing? <laughs> Hasn't been on the show in a while. He's been working his butt off. He hasn't been a Bucky's in a while. Woo! He's lost his rhythm. You still got your beard? Yes. All right, just check it. It's still intact. Well, I'm glad some things are sacred enough not to be messed with. If he said he shaved the beard, I'd have thought he'd have joined a cult or something. I was going to hit stop and walk out the door. You never see me again. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Show's over. He shaved his beard. Nothing else to say. And Lee's wife says, that's long enough, Lee. Long (laughs) enough. No, she said, that'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. What? I'll <laughs> <laughs> do, pig. I don't know. Anyway, guys, look, we have a great <laughs> show. Babe, today. you haven't seen Babe? Huh? Huh? Yeah, but why is your wife telling you that'll do, pig? <laughs> Maybe it's his kink. It could be his kink. with that snout. <laughs> Maybe he's got the kink. Squeal like a pig. What are you thinking? <laughs> ah, chitarones. So, yes. yes. ah. Hoof it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And the silence is in total agreement. Well, he's making her a ham sandwich right now to get in the mood. Oh, <laughs> with mayonnaise. Right. Well, guys, we're speaking of mayonnaise. <laughs> well, not really speaking about mayonnaise, but we could have. I don't know. You might have had a meal with mayonnaise on it, right? Or not. Everything's possible. Anything's possible. I probably did have some turkey sandwiches. I had a lot of turkey sandwiches this week. So, yeah, I had some, I had some mayonnaise. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm glad you had some show. mayonnaise. He's eating better. You are eating better. We made the, the, the switch to turkey sandwiches for you. Oh, well, we were at the basketball tournament, and that's what we had to eat. So that's what you get. <laughs> I've never been to a basketball game, and the vendors are coming around with turkey sandwiches. Yeah, tournaments are get long. Get turkey sandwiches right here. Usually you get popcorn or popcorn, <laughs> Bud Light, turkey sandwich. <laughs> turkey sandwich right here, get right here. your Cracker Jack and your turkey sandwich. All right, right for round two. Ice cold Coke. Oh, popcorn, yes. turkey sandwich. How much does a turkey sandwich go for at a basketball game? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't selling them like with the team like when we were like for lunch we would have turkey sandwiches or whatever oh so y'all the saying team. y'all part of your own food yes 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 there you go. oh okay what's the name of the team the ccisd challengers Wait, can I get a vowel what did you say this <laughs> ccdse what isn't that a programming language <laughs> ccisd clear creek independent school district Oh, I got you. Challengers. So uh, you're just a, so you're the challengers. We're challenging you. What was the name of the opposite team? Champions. <laughs> <laughs> the SSID. Yeah, pretty much was we lost all three games. So oh yeah. no. Did you feed the team the turkey sandwiches? That could have been it because they have that chemical in the turkey that makes you sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why the team did so bad. Well, they gave it a side of peaches and herb. There you go. That's it. The tryptophan. That's probably why y'all lost. That was poor planning on the parents' part. And it wasn't toasty. We'll definitely do better next year. Okay. Well, y'all let them know the Magic Our Way podcast. Brought that to your attention, and then next year we'll sponsor the food. We'll all chip in, and we'll get you uh, one of those things of olive loaf. Get <laughs> 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 some bunny bread and some olive loaf. <laughs> and some Millie Vanilli dessert. Can you just send like one of those big, long salamis? Well, we could just send Eli over there. <laughs> hey! I was waiting for that. Hey! Who wants to challenge this? Um, that Speaking of salamis... We're about to talk about Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue! That was very smooth. Uh, today, for today's show, we're gonna we're gonna speak 
one on one with one Daniel Lawless about his trip out to Disneyland. He went to the motherland. That's yes. what we're presenting to you. D land. The D land. That's right. That's the delightful D land. Ah, delightful. Daddy. And we're going to present that straight to you here right now, coming up in the next few seconds. So, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Today on the hub, we are here talking with a one Daniel Lawless and talking about his trip out to the motherland to the mecca of all that is Disney fandom, Disneyland out there in Anaheim, California. And we're doing an up close and personal expose and exposition of his <laughs> Disneyland edition one on one with the great one. And his trippish. You know, your, your introductions for me haven't gotten any better since no, last we sucks. talked. Have That's right. No, I, I can't do it. it it's, okay. I'm, I'm going to keep working on it. You know, like I I'm a, go I've been a guest on the show twice, and I'm just saying <laughs> we, we should treat our guests better. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a man whose burls are so big. My burls? <laughs> <laughs> your Milton burls are so big. <laughs> How big are they? They're so big. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I got to work on the intro. Sorry. I thought you were you needed that to take it there. I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I had too much sake. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. But anyway, Dad, we're talking about your trip, man. Two weeks ago, you were in the promised land. We talked to you for a little bit on Skype. Yes. And you're finally here to talk about the rest of your trip and much, much more. I am very excited to chat about Disneyland. So whatever you say, say it slow so I can enjoy every second of it. <laughs> Because, damn, I love that part. <sighs> that trip, we all just kind of walked away with the exact same opinion, which is that just about cured us of ever needing to go back to Walt Disney World. What? Really? Yeah, it's, what you say? Why? At Disneyland is now... It, it, we always liked it a lot more, but seeing how bad Disney World has got with booking things and how rigid and scheduled and regimented uh, booking a Disney vacation in Orlando has become, uh, going to Disneyland, it was like... Breath of fresh air? That's it, exactly. It was like, I remember this. I remember when it used to be like this. I remember being able to go at my own pace and, and take it easy and being like, oh, that looks like a good restaurant. Let's stop there. That I had a book at 60 days in advance, yes. 9 days of 120 hours in Exactly. Advance. I mean, you know, booking a trip to uh, to Disney World, I mean, it could be, it's a bit, you know, you got to like that regimented military-like lifestyle where you um, have everything set in stone and you got to go from here to there to there to here, especially if you have kids. I mean, now, if you don't have kids, you're a little bit more free-roaming. Right. Especially if you're a local and you just, you know, come and go as you please and you've seen everything. But yeah, when you're trying to do that once in a life, once in a year, I should say, uh, Disney World trip and you've got seven days to get yeah. everything squeezed into something I mean it's yeah it's a little uh, intimidating so um, it's, a, it's a monumental task for sure it is and I've heard uh, you know I listen to a bunch of different podcasts and I've heard other podcasts say the exact same thing it's like, mm -hmm. you know if you expect to go there and, and not do any planning to Walt Disney World I mean good luck you exactly know? it's going to be tough it's, it's going to be, be next to impossible but it, it sounds like Disneyland was the antithesis to that yeah, absolutely, in every in every respect. Uh, so this is what I did. Instead of going through and doing a typical normal trip report, like we can talk and we can touch on different elements of my trip as we go. Let's touch it. As y'all... Well, just ask first, okay? Yeah, just, let's caress it. Just, you know, I didn't ask? Oh, did I, I didn't have it's got to be a consensual touching. Let's touch it. Okay. <laughs> let's touch it? 
<laughs> Don't questions have like an upward inflection? Does that work? Does that, is that good enough? Like Kevin just goes right for it. He's such a man. You see the MC Hammer remix of that can't touch it? Can't touch it? Cheat. So the way I'm laid this out is uh, basically it's just six takeaways from my Disneyland vacation. Six okay. things that, now don't get me wrong, I took away more, but these are the six things that I feel strongly about from this Disneyland trip. And I'm not saying that this is all set in stone stuff. Daddy's six things he takes away from Disneyland. <laughs> I present you the ten, the six commandments. <laughs> That's a history of the world that reference right pull. there. Look like at that. that. Good job. Be, it's like, good to be the king. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad right. you could hear us. <laughs> Right, so your six takeaways. Where do you want to start? I'm just gonna. I'm, it's gonna, not gonna be in any particular order. I just wanted to be make it clear from the start. This is just from this particular vacation. This past trip that you had two weeks yes. ago, I could go released it. Yes, I could go in six months, and some of these might change. It might. This is just what I took away from this particular vacation. The six takeaways from this particular vacation. <sighs> yes. Number yeah. one. Is this the part where Danny falls down the stairs with holding like twenty six cakes? Twenty six cakes. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what, what is that a reference That's, to? On Sesame Street, he goes ten golden whatever the ten chocolate cakes, and he falls down the stairs. And yeah, it's from Sesame Street or Electric Company. I vaguely remember right. that. Stick with history yeah. of the world. <laughs> all right, sorry, you lost us on that one. Damn it. Um, all right, so these are my six takeaways here, and again, these are flexible. But then again, to me, this is kind of a general takeaway in comparing Disneyland and Disney World and what I saw this trip. Excellent. Got this it. trip. This trip. This trip. Everybody understand the exercise? Good? All right, good. Good. Everybody. All right, number one, I know this is going to come as a surprise to you, but regardless of what your old lady says, bigger isn't always better. Hey! <laughs> Have a Disney day! <laughs> I don't remember if I said this when last we talked. I know I said it to you at some point, Kevin. I may have said it to Eli. And I think them, you whispered it in my ear. I, did I do it slowly? I had my dreams. Okay. Well. <laughs> With permission, of course. Did I touch it? Touch <laughs> it! Okay. All right. So, well. Yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued. So, yeah. I, I think I said this is that uh, Disneyland is all the magic of a Disney vacation with one third of the walking. Mm. That's right. You're right. You know, the attractions are closer together, uh, as are the two parks. Mm -hmm. Your legs aren't aching at the end of the evening. Your, your, your kid isn't crying about being tired of walking and mm -hmm. waiting and looking to leave. Um, you're not standing around waiting for a bus. You really, you spend so much less time in constant motion. And it seems weird that you, to say that, but it's absolutely it's true. true. It, it, I can't. I mean, it's like, look, let's go to the next park. Oh, it's right across the ticket area. Exactly. The area. Oh, just go right across there. It's the not a 45-minute bus drive. That's right. Right. And I mean, when you think about it, and all the time you spend on your feet in Disney World, not necessarily just walking from one attraction to another because they're a little bit more spaced out, or getting from one land to another because they're a lot more spaced out, but then exiting the park and walking to the bus stop. Yeah, and bus. then standing, mm -hmm. waiting for the waiting for the bus to come, and then you know getting on the bus, and then oh shoot, the bus is filled up. I'm standing on the way back. Right. Then you get off the bus, you got to walk to your room. Exactly. I right. mean, within three to four days of your Disney World vacation, your legs are aching. 
Uh, there was none of that. Yeah. We, we did more walking in Vegas than what we did in Disneyland. Nice. So yeah. there's no. That's true. You're absolutely right, man. There's that. Uh, it's just so much easier on your body physically. It doesn't take as near as a physical toll. Mm-hmm. Same with the heat. You know, it's yeah. like the, the heat isn't as overbearing with the humidity and everything like that that you get in Orlando. Um, also, nowhere near as frantic and flustered trying to stick to the regimented schedule like we had talked about uh, before. Fast passes and ADRs are readily available, which allows for a more flexible day. You can freely walk around, do what you want, when you, you want it, as you want it. That's it, right. And, and not pull your hair out at the same time. <clears throat> exactly. When the park opens... The inventory of fast passes are full. No one has tapped that well yet. Yeah. <laughs> there is still the same inventory of fast passes at the beginning of the, of the, of the day as there was the day before that. Nice. So you don't ever have to worry about, oh, shoot, we need to rush and make rope drop or we'll never see. Such and such a track. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, Radiator Springs Racers or whatever. So, How often were you looking at your phone when you were walking around the park? Not very often. Wow. That's, that's a lot. That That's, again, that's a... <clears throat> And we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we okay, get to so the fast pass section okay. of it. But yeah, it, it is a lot more convenient with the way you book fast passes. Right. And we'll get to that a little bit so later. So you're able to walk around freely. You're not looking at your phone as much. You, you can keep your eyes up and take in every little detail, of right. which there's a lot. There's nowhere near the pressure of being like, oh, shoot, if I don't see Radiator Springs Racers... <laughs> Between 4.45 and 5.50 doing You're that done. one fast yeah. That's it. I've wasted this entire vacation, and I'll never see Radiator Springs races. No. You can get multiple fast passes throughout the day up until a point where it gets to be around 3 or 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. and they've, they've given them all out. Right. You, yeah. had, you had me at less walking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can walk around Big Thunder. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, wow. You can touch Big Thunder. That's how close you are to everything. You can actually reach out and touch the Big Thunder Mountain Rock. Not the <laughs> train, but the... Yeah, don't touch the train while it's in motion, no. please. <laughs> That's, That's a story. Uh, the Magic Our Way podcast does not condone touching the train while it's in motion. Stay away from that That's third a, rail. That's right. I'm telling my wife the same thing. You can touch my Big Thunder. What's up? But stay away from the train. <laughs> Stay away from the choo choo. I like that Some you follow- my choo choo. I like says- that you followed up with what's up. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I, this, pre- this- I like that you do that. What's up? This is my big thunder mountain. What's up? No, hey, it, baby, it, I brought you a turkey sandwich. Yeah. You want to see my little yeti? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you want a dough whipping? <laughs> what's up? Oh wow, cool. cool and this game. is all like with a, a pretty comparable attractions count. I mean, a lot of people think, okay, you got the four parks, you only have two in Disney mm-hmm. uh, land. And I actually went through and I counted the attractions. What I deem attractions? Other people, like you know, we, we've talked about this before. How Disney World, how they even Disneyland, yeah. they pad their stats and they'll be like, oh, um, flamingos cars. are an attraction. Yes, <laughs> you know, we're going to list that as an attraction. It's not just something to see as you're walking along. No, it's an attraction. And when I told it out what I deemed attractions and that was including uh, stuff like yeah, Sorcerers in the Magic Kingdom yeah. that kind of thing th- th- those little games there uh, Phineas and Ferb that kind of stuff when I included all that together I came out with Walt Disney World had 63 attractions Disneyland had 57 mm, okay interesting wow now yeah. if you wanted to be liberal with it and say no I consider you know Oh my this god! This brick, I, yes, this I light up brick, <laughs> an attraction. I consider fine. There's a ten attraction difference. Let, let's just get a round number ten attraction difference when it comes to things that really matter between the two parks. That's what I came up with. So, okay. The only downside I'll give I'll, I'll give them in terms of the smaller uh, park 
is that it can get congested in there. Okay, not I can because, see that. Yeah, yeah, not because there's so many people, but because the areas aren't as wide, the shops aren't as huge. It, it's a little bit more confined spacing. So, would you compare it to like, uh, and you know, Magic Kingdom? I, I think Adventureland is probably one of the more congested areas in that park. Yes. Would you say it's comparable as far as congestion? Uh, congestion. Congestion. Yes, conjecture runs a Conjecture. Adventure. No, I would agree. Yes. It, it, okay. You, you, it's one of those things where you're in a store and somebody stops in front of you. Well, you can't go anywhere. It's like, you know, like you, you've been in Disney World all the time. Yeah. Someone stops in front of you. You got to stop short so you don't hit them and you just go around them. Yes. Yeah, take a hard left. There is no going around in Disneyland for it's the like, most part. Oh, we're stopped. I guess we'll look at this yes. shelf. Oh, wow. You're like, like, okay, what, what's over here? So, yeah, and without physically removing somebody from your path, you're not going anywhere unless you yes. go backwards. Wow. Um, so it, it's a little bit more congested and smaller in that hmm. sense where it does feel like there's more people in that area because it is a smaller area. Right. But <clears throat> proof is in the pudding. I mean, you can pretty much walk on. I love pudding. <laughs> <laughs> can you expound on your love of pudding? Pudding. Milly vanilla. At the end of the night, when it's like, you know, Fantasmic has just let out or the, or the parade has just gone by or whatever, and everyone's kind of clearing out, good luck stopping in the souvenir store. That is just, that's brutal. Is it packed? It is. It, it's, again, it's a lot of people in a very small space. Itty bitty shopping space. Exactly. Nice. And you cannot maneuver. I got frustrated more than enough times when I, I had to just remove myself. And it's, then it's hard to get out of there because it's like, it's like you know one of those mazes you do when you're a kid when you're going around and you're like oh shoot I hit the dead end all right got to back up and go up another dead end oh no I don't, I don't well that that does scare me a little bit yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a wee bit no nah, but it's nothing too bad I mean I mean when are you in the shop looking to spend money most of the time right I mean towards yeah, but, the end when I'm nice and toasted well yeah but that's what I'm saying it's like if you give it like, that's another good thing about Disneyland versus Disney World that is not on this list is that Disneyland is open until midnight every night. There's none of this closing at 8, 9 o'clock stuff. So no rush. There, exactly. Okay. You know, the only rush you might have is if you booked it at a hotel, you get the extra magic morning where you have an hour open. But there is no magic evening hours in uh, Disneyland because they're open until midnight every night, whether it's Monday, Tuesday. I mean, they're open. And that helps a lot because, you know, you get that, that summer crowd coming in. You have all these kids and they're out of school and that's... but. Parents still have to go to work the next day. So they're clearing out like around 9 o'clock. And after that... The tourists can take over. Yeah. Exactly. Step yeah. on whatever you want to step on and you're fine. So, uh, yeah, none of this closing at 9 o'clock stuff. <laughs> Speaking of stepping on, if I could digress, did you get on Indiana Jones? Yes, I did. Thank you. How was it? It was, <sighs> it was so good, you know, for the first time, Kevin, and I know it's going was to... That wasn't your first time on it, was it? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, no. I was about to say. No, but for the first time, I actually said to myself... All right, they can get rid of Dinosaur. Oh, mm. nice. Well, you know, I would agree with that. If they replaced it with Indy, and like, don't get me wrong, I, I like the idea of keeping the theme of Animal Kingdom whole, yes. which is it's animals that used to exist, animals that do exist, and animals that never existed, right? which we still never quite got to that part. I don't well, Avatar, consider a Banshee yeah. an animal. Banshee. Yeah, um, no. blue people. Blue people, big... Banshees aren't mythical, they're The spore, nonsense. the spore plant, the rubbing spore plant. <laughs> uh, well, that might exist. Well, yeah. we'll exist tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We lost a week's backyard. What's up? Watch out. How's that green thumb? <laughs> okay. That yeah. was way fun to say something. Uh, me too. I, I, know, I was leaving the- space, but it's okay. 
Um, but yeah, no, uh, Indiana Jones uh, was the first iteration of that particular ride system. Yes. And I still think it's the better iteration, uh, yes. ver- uh, implementation of that ride system. I mean, that- Dinosaur, I like Dinosaur. It's good. But if I had to replace it, man, give me the Indy. I love Indy. It, look, Lily rode Dinosaur with us before, and you know she was scared of getting on it. And when she was on it, she was like, oh, okay, this isn't... This isn't too bad. She was terrified throughout Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah? Just, you know, the way it moved and everything, the fire going off and the thing she... Skeletons. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. It was just... We all walked away like... Don't look Whoa. into the eye. Did you look into the eye, Mara? You know what? We, we were shaking around. Right we were shaking around. Lily was sitting right next to me, and I was trying to cover her eyes the entire time, like when she would stick her head into my armpit. You know, I was trying to... So I don't remember whether I looked into the eye of the idol or not. So somebody else did it. I'm sure That's somebody did. That's what happened. I mean, we did go down a bad path. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So nobody somebody t- chose poorly. Somebody did chose poorly. Yeah. I was going to say, it wasn't like a pillar of salt on the seat of the, of the ride where you guys got done or nothing, right? No. No, somebody may turn into stone, though, when they look backwards. So anyway. Anyway, yeah. So. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Indulging me on that. No, no worries. Yeah, no worries. I, I love that ride. It's, it's a great, great ride. ride, dude. Such a good ride. <laughs> it's something you've got to experience. And you're in your line. You're right next to the Jungle Cruise. So that's even better. Uh, and that helps with the atmosphere. I'm, absolutely. No, yeah. absolutely. All right. So first takeaway, <laughs> bigger isn't always better. Second takeaway, uh, coming from Walt Disney World, there are some things over in Disneyland that feel quite a bit outdated. 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 Okay. So as, as a negative, because I try to be somewhat fair in my analysis, I should say. Analysis. 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 Of, uh, of the two things. But yeah, uh, the thing at, at Disneyland that I noticed a lot was that the rides break down very often. <laughs> at least once, generally twice, we lose a fast pass in the middle of the day because... The ride broke down, and they weren't taking anybody. Okay. Now they always made up made it up to you, and I'll get to uh, I'll get to that later. Okay. But yeah, that happened. There were rides that um, they were a little bit bumpy. The like older could, ones. Yes, you could tell there was a little bit like Matterhorn. I loved riding Matterhorn, but that was rickety. I mean, you could get a jacked up back. <laughs> yeah. Riding Matterhorn the way it swings from side to side. Like my dad, he had a, uh, you know. And they just surgery. redid that thing too. Yes. So imagine what it was like before that. Exactly. Right. He had knee surgery and he was too afraid to ride it. Now, at the end, it was nothing because I think he was afraid that it was going to be like an intense ride. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that so much. It's just the sudden jolts from the um, yeah. going side to side, that kind of thing. The lateral mo- uh, motions, yes. There you go. Uh, lateral sp- forces, I think. Splash Mountain, man. My God. That just about killed me. Like, <laughs> there's this little part where they stop you. Oh, yeah, yeah. From going, and the, some, it raises up a little bit, and you just plow into that thing and you dead stop. on. And you stop hard. Peter Pan. That little connection when you come down and you're landing and you, you need to... break things, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. It nearly threw on and I out of the seat. A lot of the times it's those, it's those old mm-hmm. stopping mechanisms. Like that's the, it. the Splash Mountain was like, you know, if you go to like Six Flags, that's that old braking system where the thing just raises up for the water and you just... Friction stops you. Exactly. And it's going to stop you how it wants you to stop you, mm-hmm. you know? And same thing with Peter Pan. It's the old braking system, which it never really updated. So it's gonna it's gonna stop you. <laughs> it, it's, it jolts you away. Like if you if you like, oh, this is a nice little peaceful journey through Neverland. I think I'm gonna doze off. You're awake uh, at that point in time. It, 
They're like, oh, this is so pretty. It's like, like boom! boom! Reality sucks. Get out. Oh, align your spine. Time to leave. <laughs> so, like, when a ride was broken, it was broken for, like, the whole day? No, no, no. They always got it back up and running. To their credit, they always got it back up and running. So, that way, and again, we'll get into this with the fast passes and stuff like that. So, if you lost one, you always had the ability to just hold on to it and go back to it at some point in time nice. later on in the day. But, they, yeah, they, they did a phenomenal job. They would just go down, and you just have to check. Like, one of the, the first days we were there, we lost Radiator Springs Racers. Mm. And I was like, I know Disneyland. Just let's not cashing in on something else right now let's just go about our evening and sure enough by by the evening it was open and we could just walk right over there right um but yeah no it, it it's just something that happens over there it happens quite a bit it, 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 there wasn't a day it didn't happen and like i said it, it it always happened at least once generally it was twice at least one time it was three times that i can remember where a ride that we had a fast pass and this is just the ones we had fast passes to god knows how many ones broke down that we had we hadn't even tried for. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. The The second thing that feels a little bit outdated is it's weird to go back to that old system of carrying around three cards in your wallet at all times. Interesting. You know, I, 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 I don't know what that's like. Well, because it's been a while. You've forgotten. You've yeah. forgotten what it's like to walk around with your, your ticket, your room key. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, your yeah. photo pass. I mean, all that to walk around all these three things and you're like, okay, which one do I put through a little? Is it this one? Or is it that one? Mm-hmm. And even like with uh, Walt Disney World, like where they do the thing with a thumbprint. Now, so now they got your the, your code, and they got the your biometric thing. Yeah. So now they know what they do at Disneyland is they as soon as you go in there, like, oh, you're a first timer. Let me take a picture. So they'll take your picture right at the turnstile. Mm-hmm. And so from that moment on, when you use your your card, your picture comes up on the screen. They can look at you and make sure you're the same person. Um, so yeah, it's a little it's it's a little outdated from that aspect that you still need three things to operate your Disney vacation. There's no like key to the land kind of a thing, right? There's yeah. nothing like oh my my credit card's hooked up to this as well, so I can charge things as well. Just bring, yeah, yeah. It, it's a little bit again outdated. Well, another thing you had to remember to stop and link your attraction photos. So let's say I rode Splash Mountain mm-hmm. and I had that great picture, and thank God my mom thought enough to say it. Uh, but we had a great picture coming off of Splash Mountain. Mom's like, well, wait, where are you going? She's like, well, don't you need to scan your thing? And I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, there's no magic band to remember that we just rode this thing to give us our picture. Right. So you have to go physically over there, and you have to act fast because those pictures rotate. Yeah. And you got to find your photo and enter in an ID into your app. Oh, and no kidding. And then okay. it saves your photo. So you got to remember to stop and get your photo uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Which is something again coming from Walt Disney World, you might not even think of. You might just walk right out of there thinking, oh, "Okay, that we got it. No, no worries." Um, kind of makes you stop and slow down a little bit. It does. Instead of rushing everywhere, you got to designate still, a yeah. person in that group to do that. Like, oh, you got to hurry up and get a code and stuff. That sounds too much. Mission Impossible. Oh, I was gonna say, guess who that person was in our group? <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that position had a lot of benefits, and I'll get to that later as well. Oh. Oh, a ton of benefits. Sweet. All right. Uh, lastly, uh, for such a huge tourist destination like Disneyland, you would think that they've kind of caught up with the whole idea. Like with Disney World, I mean, they're constantly restocking. Mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience. I've never gone to Disney World and been like, well, they've just been out of things the entire trip. Right. Man, you know, like those Mike and Sully popcorn buckets. Yeah. I want to say they were there the first day we were there. After that, good luck finding them. We went to Trader Sam's the very first day mm-hmm. we were there. We ordered drinks and they said, oh, we don't have the souvenir mug. And they're like, that's okay. We can get in a different drink or something like and put it in a different mug. And they're like, no, no, no. You don't get it. We don't have any souvenir mugs. Huh. 
There were no souvenir mugs at Trader Sam's. Well, you were like that with Whoa. the uh, Infinity Gauntlet mug thing, right? Well, you, you know, that? people asked about the Infinity Gauntlet thing. I cannot say that I scoured the park <clears throat> looking for it because I only made it over to the, to the Tower of Terror part of it when I went and, and mm-hmm. rode the attraction and then when I saw uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy show. All I can tell you is I didn't see one single kiosk that was selling that Infinity Gauntlet. Interesting. Okay. That's because they're out. It, well, that, I, I assumed as much because right. I had, you know, <laughs> you had deduced from your previous experience exactly. with other souvenir mugs that they may or may not have it. Exactly. Yes. So yes, I didn't see anybody walking around with them. So I'd assume, yeah, okay, they, they're probably out of that. I mean, I, I went to Grizzly River Run. I love Grizzly River Run. Yes. Tried to get an XL shirt. Didn't have it. Came back the next day. There was less shirts. <laughs> it was Whoa. like you remember before. There was just like a large and a medium and a small. Now there's like a medium and a small. <laughs> well, you know yeah. when Thanos snapped his finger, that took away half of the souvenirs. Half the inventory. Wish he just snapped his fingers. I could have lost some weight to wear a shirt it's like that. It's because they don't have an excellent audit person like me to keep everything in line. Oh, oh, oh what's up? That's the problem. Yeah, shirts. what's up? What's shirts, up? more shirts. Uh-huh. But at Walt Disney World, I mean, it seems like even if they don't have something. Usually you just ask me like, oh, let me go look in the back. Yeah, we got some more back here. Let me just grab it for you. Oh, yeah. No, they yeah. were not like that. No, what you see is what you get, sweetie. That's what I got. They're yeah. like, warehouse? We don't have no stinking warehouse. We ain't got no room for a warehouse. <laughs> what Anaheim you want? don't built around us. What it's, you want? It's almost like, almost like the cast members are almost like laughing when you ask them that question. Like, do you have anything in the back? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you see how small this park is? There's no back. <laughs> <laughs> you want an extra large? No you got <laughs> to buy it off the cast member to get it. This park ain't got no back. But no, like seriously, like if you went to, uh, say, I don't know, like Haunted Mansion and, and you... You went to Memento Mori and then have like a, a a shirt. They'd be like, "Well, try the front of the park. Try uh, Main Street. Try uh, you know the mm-hmm. um, World yeah, try of Disney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, try an Emporium. Try World of Disney. Try this. Try that. There was no try this or try that. That was like if they didn't have it, they just didn't have it. Right. So there was that. Uh, Interesting. Okay. So that leads me to my next major takeaway from Disney. My third takeaway from Disney uh, Land, my Disneyland vacation. And mm-hmm. again, that could change. Who knows? Maybe they get there on the ball, and next time we go there, everything's available. They stocked, and up, they the stocked up. Yep. Yep. The Disneyland food was so utterly disappointing. Oh, I cannot even begin to tell you how bummed we were as a family like i mean that's part of the joy of going to disney world is anticipating those really great meals at at mm-hmm. artist point at california grill and, and you can have something that you don't really like over there like oh, that didn't quite measure up to expectations but the the entire dining experience just overwhelms i mean it's like it's off but it's not terrible mm-hmm. this was terrible great terrible at least two of them were terrible like there were three main restaurants we booked okay blue bayou was better than what we remembered Good. Because we've been to Blue Bayou before and been disappointed. And, and don't get me wrong. When I say it's better than what we remembered, I mean, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like going to Outback. You, ever, you go to Outback and you're like, oh, it's a chain restaurant. There's yeah. a bunch of 14-year-olds in the back cooking my steak. In the you microwave, know. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe this will turn out good. Maybe this don't. And right. if it turns out good, you're like, oh, my God, Outback. Look at this. And hey. you're happy. But if it turns out bad, you're like, well, what did I expect? I went to Outback. <laughs> yeah. Look at the little Outback cooking steak so good. Oh, look at you, Outback. Oh, oh. you trying so hard, Outback. You cooked that filet so good. Well, Man. that's what Blue Bayou was like. We had the uh, the, uh, the the salmon is what I had. Anna had the lamb. The lamb was undercooked for her. Oh, it was no. still better than what she had later on as we went throughout the, mm. the trip though I mean they did a, a pretty decent job all well, things good. considered I mean it's uh, look yeah, it's, that's for, you're from Louisiana too so that's supposed to be like a Louisiana yeah restaurant. but no cooking cooking something to where you say hey uh, waiter 
the lamb is still bleeding. Bah, and go, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I still see wool on this thing. Uh, can I take this back? Uh, yeah, that's kind of rough. Yeah, what's your name? Still has a hand up the lamb. <laughs> Mary, <laughs> Mary is still walking the lamb yes. down to me. I don't want her there. Yeah, so Blue Bayou is better than expected. Well, I good. will say that. Well, I, it was better that. than expected, but I mean, it does suffer from this fact that, and, and this is something that sucks about going to Disneyland when it comes to having these nice meals. It's like, okay, we're sitting at a nice meal. Can I get a glass of wine? No, you can't. Why? We don't do alcohol in the park. Whoa! And like, oh, shoot. And you're like, well, well, you want a beverage? And you're like, well, what do you have? You want a mint julep? Mint julep. They have alcohol in that. No, no, we don't. <laughs> Wait, they just give you a mint? That's it? <laughs> it's just a mint, no julep. <laughs> no, I want more julep. <laughs> Let's you do got al- gypped on your julep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to sit down for your first meal and everyone looking to toast, and, you know, it, it, it takes something away. And we knew, we knew going into it. It just... You forget that... Since we're yeah. going to Magic Kingdom a lot. You spoil. Exactly. Yes. So this was good and terrible. Good and terrible. No, it wasn't terrible. Blue Bayou, I, again, I've eaten at Blue Bayou before where it's been off and been like, ooh, that was disappointing. This was good to decent. Carthay Circle was bad. That's a shame. That's I, good I had and a terrible. Good, I had a good experience at Carthay Circle. You know. There, that's a shame, too. You need to circle back, apparently. The atmosphere was great. The theming was great. Okay. We walked in there and they were like, uh, look, we have a table, but it's outdoor seating. Do you mind or can, do you want to wait until we have a table inside? And we're like, nah, because it's, it's beautiful weather. The entire trip yeah. is beautiful weather. Gotta love like, that. no, no, it, it, that's fine. We'll, we'll sit outside. Well, they sit us out in this balcony. We had the whole balcony to ourselves for like the first 20 minutes of the meal. Nice. It was awesome. Our waiter was just the nicest guy. He was very entertaining. He engaged with Lily. He was telling her jokes. He was doing impressions. Nice. Wonderful waiter. Everything was up and all good until we started getting the food. It was like, the soup wasn't all that. And then he sold us on this really nice Hawaiian fish. And then at the end, he comes back and he's like, yeah, we're out of that fish. We have grouper. I'm like, okay, no sales job on the grouper. It's just the group. Okay, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take the grouper. We'll take the grouper. It was very fishy. The taste of it was very fishy. The sauce that they gave you to kind of like where you can mix it in. Yeah. To kind of help enhance the flavor or make uh, enhance the fishiness yes it was just it was a bad sauce that's a shame mm. it just wasn't good now again maybe it was because we did the prefix menu we did the uh, paint the night the paint the night menu exactly the, 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 the whatever the parade spot thing exactly you had two choices on that menu you had it was, it was like surf or turf you either had the fish with the chicken <laughs> like, no like airplane <laughs> we had the fish <laughs> or you had the uh, the steak ah oh, okay Anna had the steak, and she said it was undercooked and not very good. And, oh, man. You know, she... That was undercooked, too. Yes. So the steak was more undercooked than the lamb was undercooked? I don't know if it was more undercooked, or it's just that the flavor wasn't as good with the undercookedness. I have no idea. I'm a carnivore. I mean, I know you're a fish you guy. Talk to, yeah, I'm, I'm, you talk to Anna about that. So oh, she could, no. she could She could basically milk the steak and make cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I can tell you is that uh-uh. she was like... She uh-uh. like uh, the lamb was better. The Give lamb. me the turkey sandwich, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Right. Turkey sandwich? But that was the only choice you got in the meal, like the... the, the oh, for the the, the, the the parade meal thing. Right. So yeah. you had like... They started you off with asparagus, and everybody got that. And they they followed it up with the soup, and everyone got the exact same How soup. did they do with the asparagus? Was it like a braised kind of themed or... Yeah. Holiday I can't sauce remember. Thing, it was like steam. I think it had like a blue crab thing on it and stuff like that, like mm. a lemon sauce. It was fine. It was asparagus. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was that's, say. that's not that hard to really go adventurous on asparagus. You know, it makes it's everything a, smell like you know what well, it does. It yeah. There yes. you go. Okay. 
But uh, and then they followed up with like a chocolate cake afterwards, and everyone got the exact same chocolate. The only uh, choice you had was the uh, was the steak of the fish, and I even priced it out. And so the way it comes out in that menu because it was a pricey meal, it was ninety nine dollars per person. Mm-hmm. And the way it priced out was if you went a la carte, sixteen dollars for asparagus, fourteen dollars for soup, forty two dollars for the fish, and they didn't have the dessert that we had listed on the menu. But every dessert was listed at. $14, which was a, a, a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that adds up to $86, which means that we spent, what, what's 99 minus uh, 86, what, $13? Yeah. $13 for the privilege of sitting in the front row the to watch. Yeah. Uh, was the tip included? Like, the gratuity no. included? Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I just wanted to check because... Now, if you would have did the steak, it would have been $52. So you would have gone up in price by $10. So then you would have only been paying like $4. I wish but it would That's got to be a uh, really good steak for $52. Yes. And it got to be cooked for $52. Yeah, that cow better be massaged. Mm-hmm. That cow better come be out and whack, serve his cousin. Be some whacked out beef. <laughs> that's right. It got to be some of that whacked out beef. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> now, now, you were saying before, too, that the, the, the everything is like pre made. Like, not pre made, but the. Prefix. Pre- yeah, thank you. So. I would give that like a harsher critique. I mean, that means you already know what you're serving people based on the choice that they make. So you, you should already know what to, right. what to cook uh, and how to cook things. it. Yeah. yeah. You got two things. You got two jobs. Yeah. Two jobs. And it wasn't like, even looking at the menu afterwards, it wasn't like there was a whole lot on there where I'm like, there were like maybe two other things. I'm like, okay, I could have gone that way, I guess. Right. But it wasn't anything that was like, ooh, they had the scallops, and I really wanted to get the scallops, or they had like something that really drew me, drew my eyes to it, or something. I didn't see that hmm. Uh, hmm. so much from that menu. But the drinks were great. The drinks, every every drink that that guy recommended our, our waiter, I want to say his name was James. I can't remember, but every drink that he recommended, th- they hit it right on the money. It was great. Awesome. Oh, man. The mint without the tulip. Oh no, I didn't have the, the mint julep without the julep. That no, no julep. Just <laughs> mint, just mint. Look, no, it was like a pear martini. Oh, so they oh, had alcohol okay. in this place. They had alcohol in this, because now this you're is, not yeah, a, yeah, a California adventure. Yeah, you're yeah. a different park. Um, yeah. But no, but you're, 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 you say that though, it was still hard to get alcohol in California Adventure. At the end of the night, I swear to God. All right, so after that meal's over, I leave. I go call you guys. I run back to the park and they're like, paint night is getting ready to start. You got you to gotta hurry up and get back here. I'm, I'm running to get back there. I sit down. I said, Anna, you got a wine. No. Why not? She said, well, they wouldn't give it to me. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I know. I'm sitting right out here on the curb. <laughs> I just wanted a glass of wine to go. They won't let you take a glass of wine to go. Even if you're just going to the pre-designated seating area you know, right. Yeah, you, right. You, you stay in the ropes. Yes. As long as you're in the ropes, you should be fine. Wouldn't let her have a wine. That's like, okay, fine. So I go to a customer. Where can I get wine? Ooh, I think over there. So you go down there. They had beer. I get, I get, I'm looking at the thing. Get up front. Hey, can I get a glass of wine? We don't have wine. Where do they have wine? Ooh, there's another place right down there. So I go running down there. Hard alcohol. No wine. <laughs> I've never seen it so segmented out. Then they point me to the winery. So then I got to go run all the way to, uh, was it uh, Wine Country to Trattoria? Trattoria, yeah. That would have been a good place to point you in the first place. Thank you. And it was actually closer than every one of the locations that they everyone... Since it has wine in the name. That's what I'm thinking. That would have been a good hint to that cast member that maybe that place has wine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought there was an H in the wine. You want wine, (laughs) right? Okay. What's up? So I went all over the place looking for it. It wasn't as easy as you would think. You would think like, you know, much like Hollywood Studios, Epcot, there'd be these little places along the way where you can stop and get so alcohol. Wait, you you so got off the phone with us. You ran the to the parade spot. Then yes. you ran to find wine. No. 
I oh. found the parade spot. Well, no, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, 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 no, you're yeah, right. That's then you, the right. Then you started running to three points to get wine. Right. I sat down. Hey, I hey. said, "Where's the wine?" And she said, "I don't have any because they would not serve it." And that's off right. the races. So like yes, good I was husband. Because I remember when, and you, still, my knees did not hurt as much as they do when I get done the Disney World. you were talking with us before, I remember there was like a cast member that was giving you the stinky eye, right? Because you had. You were drinking something, and you had to be like halfway oh. in split spill and halfway out. That right? is right. That's the other hard part about having alcohol. I don't know what it is with California. I don't know if it, well, I don't know if it's California. I don't know if it's Disneyland. I don't know what the laws are over there. All I can tell you is that if you go in Splitsville and have a drink, and you try and sit outside of Splitsville, right next to Splitsville, to just talk on the phone, so you're not disturbing people around you because you're on the phone. They don't like that. You cannot get a drink to go at any location. Like, you can't walk into... They had a Mexican place. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But you can't just walk in, get a margarita, and get it to go. You just can't get drinks to go. If you have a drink, you have to stay and drink it in that spot. Period. No, wow. No go cups. I'm gonna say, no go cup. Nothing says calm like drinking in a bowling alley where you know everything's really loud, even if you want to go and talk to people. Well, and they, the best part, they had an outdoor seating venue. Right by the bar. They had a bar. It was outdoor seating. But like I said, you're under like a, a, a roof, you know? So if you venture off, and that's what I did. Like I ventured off to the little smoking area right by there. Because again, you don't want to talk loudly on the phone where everyone can hear you. Yeah. Or where we're picking up all the background noise from other people's conversations. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to do. And they fussed at me for doing that. So then I had to go sit on the little pedestal between the, the outdoor seating area and outdoors and enjoy that glass of wine before i can hurry up back so yes drinking over there is not easy wow that's like the worst <laughs> game of tag that's probably ever. Yes. like us to a bunch of different places and around the country <laughs> t- the easiest yeah. place to drink at was uh back at the resort when we went poolside and they had people who would come take a drink order go upstairs run over to trader sands get mm-hmm. you a lapu lapu run back and you know serve it to you right there and, and you, didn't, oh. you didn't have to go up to Trader Sam's to go get it. That was the easiest drinking day was staying right back at the resort. Oh, that sounds that. easier than the Trader yeah. Sam's deal we had in WDW. Yes. And Trader Sam's in, in, in Disneyland is so small. I mean, you thought the Trader Sam's in Walt Disney World was small. This is so much smaller. And I knew that going into it. We were lucky we got a table inside. But then Lily mm-hmm. started to get freaked out every that single time. It really doesn't seem possible. Oh, God, yeah, Lee. Man, if, I, if there were six tables in there, I'd be surprised. Wow. That's... I'm trying to say, and when I say tables, there might have been more than six tables, maybe eight to ten, I don't know. But I'm talking about tables in the sense that maybe they're not even as long as your arm. But, I mean, you had the bar area where you could sit, and there was a walkway around the bar, and there were tables, some tables around that walkway, and that was it. Wow. And everything else, they had an outdoor seating area, and you did it out there. So nobody should inhale too deeply in this place. Everybody's out of breath after. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh wow! <laughs> but it is the original, and it was a cool atmosphere. Except, like I said, Lily just kept getting freaked out. Oh, I don't blame her. Well, because when the uh, volcano erupts, like you know, you know, you remember how it was and how like okay, it was cute the first time. Oh uh, Six drinks later, and they're still doing this. Well, they, you know, how it is. They ring the bell, and the sirens go off, and in that room in in Walt Disney World, I mean, it could be loud. In a much, much more confined area like um, in Disneyland, that bell ringing is very echoey and loud. Yeah. Yeah. Now you think you're in a bomb shelter. Exactly. But anyway, uh, Trader Sam's, it was nice. The only thing, problem with Trader Sam's, like I said, is um, the loudness factor. Oh, and the fact that you could not... They have a hot dog over there, so we were getting our food, and we were trying to get Lily a hot dog. The hot dog had pineapples in it. 
So, of course, you weren't going to eat it. Do you have a regular hot dog? No, we don't have a regular hot dog. <laughs> like, you uncultured on. swine. <laughs> pineapple. How dare you have no pineapples on your dog? It should be an option. You would think. You want pineapple, no pineapple. Can I get exactly. pineapple on the side? Why not? I mean, why does the pineapple have to be built into yeah, the dog? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that is Just weird. sprinkle it on the top if you need pineapple on your hot dog so bad. So, like, yeah. And it, it's not like I can... Obviously, Trader Sam's more of a bar, and so it's bar food. So, you know, you're like, okay, well, maybe that's just them being unique for adults. No, that Trader Sam's kitchen is connected to the um, counter service uh, area Disneyland for Hotel? the Disneyland yeah. Hotel, which is called... Tangaroa Terrace. Tangaroa Terrace. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, I knew a girl named Tanga Ray. Topanga Topanga But the truly most disappointing part of this uh, experience was Napa Rose man. That's a shame I had that a good experience at Napa Rose too I had a good experience last time we were at Napa Rose as well That's, Which is why we were like okay this is where we right the wrongs And it was the worst meal we'd had And you wronged the right Wait it was worse than the past no, two yeah, we, we made the, the wrong even Wronger. You get it wronger. Yes. Yeah, That's really wrong. wrong. <laughs> two wrongs are supposed to make a right, but they make more wrong. They make a left. This was worse than the past two, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. That's, That's interesting. Like, we had intestinal discomfort towards the end of the night. Me oh. and my mother both okay. did not feel good afterwards. Like, I was planning, because this is really our last full day in the park, and I was planning to go ahead and hit the park at night and really kind of like, you know, see some things, take Lily around, stuff like that. It... I had to go back to the room. I was feeling nauseous. I wasn't feeling all that good. My stomach was cramping up. Uh, my mother was having the same exact, exact experience, but I think hers really started the next morning. What did you eat? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. The only thing we could connect is, okay, so we all had the exact same entree, except for Anna again. Anna always you know, did her own thing. And again, every single time Anna did her own thing, she didn't really, I can't speak for whether that was undercooked or not. I don't remember what it was. But we got... Um, it was called the Portobello Mushroom Cannelloni. Cannelloni, I see okay. it, yeah. Yes. And we were like, oh my God, that just sounds delicious. And everything else, there was like maybe six other options and none of them really stood out. And we're not really one to get a vegetarian type of meal, but I mean, it just sounded delicious. We're Italian. We love cannelloni. Uh, it was like a, um, an egg roll. It had the, the texture of an egg roll with Ooh. veggie stuffed inside of it and some cheese. And it really, it didn't taste good. And the soup... Which they sold as like a portobello mushroom soup. Yeah. Which I'm thinking to myself, and my mom's thinking as well. Finally. Oh, kind of like they do over at Disney World. Have, yeah. Yes. That's real, yeah. It was a white, almost yes. watery, consistent uh, soup that really wasn't that good. And that was the one thing that me and my mom both had that no one else had. Mm. So we both gotten sick off of. So that's the only thing that we could point to that could have caused all that. Now, we'll say every single location when we went there, Lily had her pin on. It's my birthday kind of thing. And they always treated her right. The, the, the waiters, the waitresses were very nice. They always brought her a little something at the end of the night. Yeah. So I, this is not meant to be a reflection on the wait staff at all. I'm just saying that that meal was terrible. It was bunk. So, yeah, I mean, that killed the evening we uh, we had to go back to the room like i had to go back to the room for sure my mom that's a shame and my uh and my wife and my dad they, they stayed out a little bit longer but yeah no that was the end of the evening and so like go figure you know like you get back from a disney world trip or your disneyland trip and all of a sudden you get all these surveys to fill out yeah i got one survey for dining and wouldn't you know it was for napa Rose. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And I was like, let me tell you about Napa. <laughs> I got something to okay, say. Okay, here we go. Um, but yeah, I haven't eaten at those three restaurants. We thought we had 
at least two gyms in Carthay Circle and Napa Rose, and we're disappointed about so both. I thought so too. Yeah. 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 Was that account for just about every? No. Okay. So then the following day we went to Wine Country Trattoria, and we had lunch over there, and that was not bad. It was sixteen dollars for a salad. But that wasn't bad. <laughs> like from, like the, the, it, they did not mess up my salad, so I was happy about well, that's that. That's good. Yeah. How you mess up a salad? No, nah, it was good. It was a good salad. It was, it, it, again, uh, I, would, I would give that the second best food award for that trip. And that was something we didn't plan. We just walked right up and said, hey, you got a table? And they're like, uh, give us a minute. Okay, we got it. Hmm. That's how easy it was to go ahead and get seated anywhere over there. I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot of, oh, you don't have an advanced reservation i mean you're in trouble yeah you, know, you pretty much whenever uh, whenever you wanted you went and walked and up to yeah. it and you went yeah i guess yeah, so. that's if, awesome if people getting tore by eating the food though i guess there is a open uh, ended place to- there is that i was i was shocked i mean i think that's uh, i don't say well known but i mean that, that's a pretty common opinion that the dining in, in disneyland is not as not just not as good, but not as important, maybe. Not or, as important. You know, no, I mean, it's like they don't make as big of a deal about it. We don't need to feed Disneyland. these people. Just not, give them salmonella and all kind of <laughs> parasites, whatever. They're okay with that. I mean, no, but Lee's I mean, right. part of, part of w, uh, Walt Disney World is dining. I mean, that's, in, that's kind of part of a Walt Disney World vacation. I don't think that Disneyland really embraces that as much as like, hey, this is part of the experience it's like no we just need a nice place to eat here yeah but you gotta cook the food dude (laughs) no don't get me wrong i'm not defending it i'm just saying that it's not as big of a deal there as it is here and so yeah he's right that's why there aren't as many there aren't as many restaurants to choose from there are the restaurants that there are not maybe even as good because a lot of those people just go home for dinner (laughs) exactly that's yeah or they, they don't show up till after dinner or whatever that's why there's no dining plan (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's fair. Yeah, there's no dining plan in Disneyland because I mean, yeah, most of the people they go just they just go home to their houses. The rest of them are all staying off property, so they go to the In and Out Burger or something like that. And so, really, I mean, you're, you're catering for the you know the people like us, the diehards who are like, we want the full Disneyland experience. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. they, they, I'm not saying that we if we wouldn't have had something better on the menu, the the, the atmosphere was good, the wait staff was good. It was just for whatever reason. I don't know if we just had bad luck in ordering, but it's just what we ordered always, there was a problem with it. That's it, a shame. Yeah, it was. But anyway, okay, so let's move beyond the food. I think we've, we've beaten up on that. So those are two negative things, by the way. I don't know they have anything negative else in this. But I'm, again, I'm just being honest. It's a good Maybe terrible. Next, like last trip we went to Disneyland, I thought Blue Bayou was, I was, I was surprised by how overrated it was because yeah. I thought it would be at least somewhat decent. Uh, and I love Napa Rose. Okay. And right. we went other places and I love that as well. So, I mean, anyway. Uh, Fourth thing. My God, we've been on that thing for so long. That was a big well, thing, food, though. Food is that important. Was food. food is important. Food, food is, important. is important. Yes. Uh, fourth thing. Uh, Disneyland's Fast Pass system and Max Pass option is way better than the Magic Band and Fast Pass Plus. Now, you touched but, upon this when we talked to you live in the park. I'm yes. curious to know more about this, actually. All right. So, basically, what Disneyland lives off of is the old Fast Pass system. So... You have the full inventory of fast passes available at the beginning of the day. No one starts three fast passes above anybody else. Okay. Equal footing. And the way you get your fast passes is if you are sticking with, I'm just going to go with that fast pass, you take your ticket, you go to the fast pass machine, you physically have to go to the fast pass machine, you insert your ticket, and it spits out 
uh, a fast pass ticket. Like the like, it was almost like it was weird. Like seeing them, seeing people holding these things. It was like, oh my god, that should be like in a Smithsonian. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I remember those things. I didn't know that they still made those. Um, it was like seeing a beta cassette. You know. <laughs> So you insert your ticket in the machine, and you, it's going to tell you the time. And if you like the time, it's going to spit you out a fast pass. And you book your next fast pass at the start of the like once that fast pass has expired, like has come into play. So once the start time of that fast pass begins, you can go collect another fast pass or two hours. You can either it's either like so if your fast pass is going to start for four hours, you just wait after two hours, and then you can start getting new fast passes. So that fast pass starts in forty five minutes. Once the start time hits, you can you can get other fast passes, and that's how. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's how their fast pass system works. And this is an app on your phone. No, 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 no not, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. This is just the old fast pass system. This exact same system that you used to see. Oh, in Walt Disney World. In okay, Walt okay, Disney okay, World. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting ahead. Sorry. Yes. Okay. The other thing about that is what what makes that thing work so well is that <laughs> they don't give out fast passes for any Fantasyland dark rides. None of the, none of the there's no fluff. yeah Peter Pan doesn't have one although right. it's getting one now but there's not every single attraction has a fast pass there's no fluff right. fast passes over in yeah. Disneyland like you can't so like walk Frozen <laughs> well no Frozen, Frozen is oh, a good you're one. talking about the uh, yeah the, the tiered yeah, yeah yeah okay or the or the Cheap living stuff. with the land <laughs> no yes exactly <laughs> anything that you could walk on in 20 to, 20 to thirty minutes or less it's not going to have a fast pass and the point of that is is while you're waiting for the ticket to come about for the big rides, you can afford to stand in a 15 to 20 minute line to go see Pinocchio, to go see um, the, the storybook canal boats or mm-hmm. um, the teacups and that kind of thing. So that worked out fine. I mean, it really worked out fine. And it, what it allowed you to do is, again, you could go ahead and show up in the park and be like, okay, I know I'll get to see, if I want to see Radiator Springs Racers, if I want to see Matterhorn, if I want to see, um, I'm trying to think of some of the big ones over there that people, uh, Hyperspace Mountain. If I want to see all that, I can see that. Hyperspace Mountain was actually a big one. That, hmm. was, that was probably the hardest one to get, I want to say. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and uh, the, the Max Pass system, which is, uh, is where you were going. That's the with app. The okay. okay. So this is amazing. I love the Max Pass system. Uh, it, okay. it's, it's a terrible name, <laughs> Max Pass. I mean, it's like Maxi Pass. It just is Maxi Pass. <laughs> there was something about the name that just sounded terrible. But I, uh, I, I was skeptical of it when we started using it. It's ten dollars per person per day. So you walk into the park with with five people in your party. You're paying fifty dollars per day. So kids included. Well, I guess so. Yeah, kids included. Yes, for this option. So you're paying for it. The good news is, is that your photo pass stuff is all included with it. Right. So now, like, whatever photos you take on the rides and the parks and everything like that, all that stuff is now included. Um, but this is the, the app you were talking about you had to enter the code? In your, in your app, yes. Okay, okay. okay. Yes. So you still have to enter it. It doesn't automatically. It's not like a magic band thing. Well, you still have to enter, like, okay, so you, have the, you can have the app yeah. and scan in your photo. Okay. This is my understanding. I didn't have to do it like this. My understanding is you could have had the app scanning your photo didn't have the max pass and just when you went to check out you had to pay for it mm. you see what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay so that was the thing now what the max pass does it allows you to not have to physically go from location to location to location to location to get your next fast pass oh okay i got you yeah. so once you walk into the park you and you have to physically be in the park you cannot purchase it outside the park 
Okay. This Once is- your ticket is scanned and it registers you as being in the park, and it's so smart because uh, there again, it allows people. No one gets to jump on anybody. Right. Once you step into the park, you got one fast pass to book, and you can't book another one for an hour and a half. Okay. Or until the start of your next fast pass. Right. So you shave off about thirty minutes off of your rebooking time. Mm-hmm. Depending upon you know whether or not you need to, depending upon which fast passes you're booking along the way, so that's what makes it so attractive of an option. But what was really great at uh, about it, and this is what I kind of hinted at before, I was like, well, we'll get to that later. At the end of the night, let's say everyone was like, I'm tired, I'm going back to the room, and you're the guy managing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You've got five fast passes on your phone, right? So. I, if I'm so it doesn't, five it doesn't my, say, hey, that's not your fast pass. That's no. Lily's fast pass. Exactly. There's none Ooh. of that. There's no magic band. You're not scanning it. Your picture ain't coming up. It's not, so like, you could technically like grab someone off the street. Like, hey, dude, you want to go ride Radiator Springs with me real quick? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Easily. Easily. Nice. The other really wonderful thing about the Max Pass option. Remember before we were talking about all these things breaking down, right? It was almost like playing the lottery. So let's say I booked a fast pass for uh, Goofy Sky School, mm-hmm. which is like their version of the Barnstormer or whatever. And I get my notification. You, and you always knew what had happened. You always knew when a ride broke down because you get a notification on your phone, your FastPass options has changed, please check. Well, when you go in to look and see what has changed, what it has done is it's taken away your FastPass for Goofy Sky School <laughs> or whatever, and it's replaced it for a FastPass for anything in the park at any time. Oh, wow. So instead of now having a limited fast pass between the hours of four and five for Goofy's fa- uh, Sky School, I now have an, a fast pass for any ride at any time, anywhere, anywhere. in the park. That's awesome. Sweet. It, it was for that like, day? Huh? For that day or just whenever? Only for that day. Only for that, okay. And only that for the park sweet. that you were in when it broke down. Oh, so if you go to another park, it doesn't work. Yeah, okay. if you go to another park, it does not work. It had to be for that park. But in that instance, like one of the times when it, this happened, we lost out on Snow White's... Uh, we were taking that tour, the Walking Waltz Footsteps mm-hmm. tour, and we—I was surprised because they didn't have any. Like you hear that you get to ride this attraction and that attraction, maybe two to three attractions max. We were supposed to ride one. It broke down. We never got unless you count great moments with Mr. Lincoln, which they did at the end. Which I think is just how they. I've heard that there's supposed to be more. Anyway, point being, before we left, they gave all of us a free fast pass for anywhere any that we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Now you can take that fast pass and you can go to a cast member over in Peter Pan's flight and say, excuse me, I don't want to wait 40 minutes in line for Peter Pan. Can you scan this? And they put you right on Peter Pan's flight. Oh, wow. So now you can use them for the dark rides mm-hmm. if the situation demands it. Oh, wait a minute. So you can use it on something that doesn't actually have a fast pass system? There you go. Interesting. Whoa. That's pretty killer. Mm-hmm. Genius. That's worth the price of admission right there. Right. Hyperspace Mountain was always one of the first fast passes to go. Right. And towards the end of the night, once again, you know, something closed down and everyone else left the park. And I was still sitting there and I'm like, oh, shoot, I've got this fast pass. Let me go ride Hyperspace Mountain. It'll, it'll be worth it. Just, you know, so I can, you know, report back to the guys. But yeah, now all of a sudden this ride that had no more fast passes available for the rest of the day, I'm stepping right on it. That's awesome. It yeah. is awesome. So that's what makes that's fast... That's magical. Right. I'll give you another thing that is so magical about MaxPass. Remember I said, once you walk foot in the park, once they scan your ticket, mm-hmm. and all the members of the party has to be there. Yeah. Okay? So like if you and Val walking into the park and y'all forgot your kids and you try and buy MaxPasses for everybody, it'll just let you buy it for you and Val. 
But if they all went in and then some of them left, you still had the max pass. Exactly. Or here's what's great. Y'all walk in. And because this is Disneyland, you'd only have to walk like five minutes to get to the park right. <laughs> from your hotel. <laughs> from the hotel, you're walking five minutes to get to the park. You know what you do? You walk right into a turnstile. They scan your band. You walk right back out. You head right back over to the hotel. You grab breakfast. You stay at the pool. And the whole time, you're just lining out your evening. And you're just booking fast passes. So by the time you step back into the park, because once you step in, they don't scan you on the way out. Right. Your fast passes are active. Your max pass is activated. You can scan. You can make as many fast passes as you want throughout the day. And you can have a whole itinerary ready we were tossing away fast passes because we had so many fast passes at some point. It was just like, yeah, we'll never be able to use these all. So, yeah, all, each, uh, so you just had to wait that hour and whatever, 15, had, before you could book another one? You had an hour and a half to wait. Hour and a half, okay. Or let's say I could get one for 145 at, at you know um, Haunted Mansion. Right. Once 145 hit, I could start booking. Okay, do your next one. Yes. Okay, I got you. That's awesome. That's yes. good planning. That's good planning. I want to experience that. The only downfall of it is, is that, you know, so when I was booking while we were away, yeah. it's like if, let's say I'm looking for Radiator Springs Racers. Well, I'm probably going to get something later in the day because it, it's such a popular ride. Right. So I'm good for that. So if I'm getting, uh, this is at, if it's one and it's available at five, that's what I'm looking for. But if I'm trying to book for Haunted Mansion and it's available and it's one and it's available for two and we're not going anywhere for a little while, you can't see other options available for time. Oh, interesting. You just okay. have to go back and check in later. So you book something else that's later in the day. So you'll say, well, okay, well, I'll backload Raider Springs Racers, Hyperspace Mountain, um, right. da, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, you do that and you just backload your day. So that when you walk in the park, now you can book as you go. Right. It works great as a fast pass system. That's I, cool. I, I couldn't say enough good things about it. That's cool. I actually kind of like that. I want to experience that. Oh, dude. You, again. Oh, when you first mentioned it, I was like, I want to experience that. It's so worth the $10 a day. Now, it sucks when you have a big family and you're paying for yeah. every. But I mean, look, if you've got like, if it's just you, like if we all go together and we spend four days in the park, it's 40 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Per person. I, I could deal with yeah. that. You know, yeah. if you've got five people in your family and at that point in time it starts to add up and so maybe only one or two days you do the fed maybe you just know that yeah, you don't that's the other thing you don't have to have it for all three days you can exactly. choose one day at a time mm-hmm. oh that's yeah that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. so like like regular like Walt disney world if you have five days of tickets you get five days of fast passes right but and that's whatever but you have to do all five you can't be like i don't need fast passes i don't want to pay for fast passes for epcot day Mm-hmm. No, it's not because it's not a separate price. It's included with your ticket. You can't you can't drop it and to save money. Whereas this way, you can be like, hey, you know what? We've already done everything we really want to do at California Adventure. So if we don't see something tomorrow, no big deal. Let's not buy the Express Pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's not buy the Max Pass tomorrow. That's it exactly. You know, it, it, Lee couldn't have said it any better. So yeah, you, you have the option to do it or not do it. It's a it's a great system. I really wish that we had that in Disney World because I really. I'm, do you think it would work though? I mean, because it, it is such a different dynamic. And it worked. I don't know. I don't know enough about the behind the scenes operations of that park to say that it would or it wouldn't. All I know is that we, when we used to go, it worked just fine, and I yeah, was happy with it. The old system it. worked fine. The old <laughs> system was perfect. You didn't have to worry about walking. You didn't have to worry about, oh, my God, we can't make Soren at this time. Let's reschedule it for that time. Now, with everything needing a fast pass, there's no flexibility. You can't rebook on the fly. You can't do anything. I got to imagine anything's better than what it is now. 
you, I get the feeling that it's like because they have spent so much money on it that they'll never admit that the system sucks. They have said, to make no, it work. We've already spent yeah. millions of dollars on this, shit, so it's going to be what it is. I don't care if it doesn't work. I don't care if it's really not that effective. We spent money on it. This is it. This is what we're doing. But you know, the, it works. Like the magic band. Like when we talked to Dan, he said that he's like, "Look, you know, there's just some things that you're like, nope, it's going to work, and we're just going to figure out a way to make it work no matter what." Right. And I, I totally believe that. And magic bands, for the most part, work. Having everything on your magic band, having your, your, your photo pass and your park entry and your room key and all that on your, on your magic band work. Being able to charge stuff, all that works. It's just the FastPass Plus system where they're forming this competition to get FastPasses. Now all these FastPasses are gone, which allows no flexibility in your day. So when you walk into the park, if something comes up and you can't make a ride for a certain time or you... All of a sudden, you find out, like, we didn't know walking in to Disneyland that Lily's new favorite ride was going to be Radiator Springs Racers and that we were going to have to get 30 fast passes for it. Yeah. <laughs> but once she, once she was like, I love this. I want to ride this again and again and again. We could do that. You can't yeah. do that with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. If you didn't nope, have a fast pass. one and done. That's it. And you if you didn't get it, you're out of luck. Or, you know, show up for extra magic hours and good luck to you. Wait, wait the 40 minutes. Right. So yeah. there is no let's make this happen. It's like, what do we, we when you're in Disney World, and Eli can attest this, because this this, the most commonly asked question is, what do we have next? Yeah. What do we have next? What do we have next? Because it's, it's a regimented schedule, and you can't miss. You can't be late. You can't have overslept. You can't, there's no flexibility to your schedule whatsoever. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's um, that, that, that's what I mean. When I say that this has cured me from ever really needing to go to Walt Disney World ever again, this is 90% of it right there. Well, that's a big chunk, I think. Maybe 80% yeah. if you, if you want to throw the walking in and at least a 10. It reminds us of, day, of days when you could do that at Walt Disney World. Yes. It takes you back to that time where it was Absolutely. Possible. Those were wonderful times, but they've, yeah. they've corrupted it. Anyway. All right. So, <laughs> next thing. Now I'm sad. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, characters. The characters gotta love characters. Yeah, though. okay. Once it. again, character interactions at Disneyland way better than the character interactions over at Walt Disney World. Really? I, mean, I, think we, I think we mentioned that a few times before. Yes, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. They're way more random. In passing. You, you have an idea them, yeah. where they're going to be. They'll let you know. Like, it's printed in the... They have a schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a schedule and they have the app. And you can always look in the app and they'll tell you what characters are. But even if then, the best bet is, don't even fool with either of those. Just go ask a cast member. Where's Moana going to be? Hawaii. She should be around <laughs> <laughs> right here. Hanging with Maui. No, she yeah. should be by a, a Tarzan's treehouse. So you just go over there. And I swear, Lily and I went into Tarzan's treehouse. We walked around and she wanted to go up and we went around. By the time we were coming down, I see this woman and I'm like, oh, Lily, look, it's Pocahontas. We can go get in line with Pocahontas because I, I kid you not. And it wasn't that cold in, in Disneyland at all. Like it was, it was cloudy. It was overcast while mm-hmm. we were there, so there was a little coolness to it. But it yeah. wasn't cold. But there's Moana in a burlap sack. No oh. kidding, Moana was wearing a burlap sack. I thought it was Pocahontas. Ah. It wasn't until we got closer and I saw her feet, and I saw the. I was like, "Oh shoot, no, that's Moana." Because you can see the curls in the hair. You can in the see burlap the sack. Yes, in the burlap sack. I'll show it to you. Um, but yeah, I was shocked that that's what... But I mean, as long as you ask a cast member, they'll put you where... They, they, I don't know that they can really necessarily tell you what time because they take breaks and they come back and everything like that. But I mean, 
they pretty much can point you exactly to it. Look, hang around. Go see Indiana Jones. Go see uh, Jungle Cruise. Go do all these little things and just hang around and she'll be around. Just wait for it. And if you're lucky, she'll walk right past you. Huh. And that happened a lot. Like the very first, I, I kid you not, we walked into Disneyland. We're just taking it all in. We walk up to the castle and we go to the right and I say, Lily, come on, let's see. And I showed her Snow White's Grotto. And she's like, oh, my God. All of a sudden, as we're sitting there taking it in, we're like maybe the only people, definitely the only people over there were a the kid. Aladdin and Jasmine walk right down the path. And they're like, oh, my God. Hello, princess. And now they're just having a conversation with Lily. They're talking with her. They're interacting with her. They're asking her about her day. What's she riding? And she's like, I haven't ridden anything. I just got here. And they're having a good old time. They were taking pictures. They're doing autographs. Until finally, the other people are like, oh, shoot. Aladdin and Jasmine are over there. Kids, get in line. But Lily had a nice long time to sit there and interact with Aladdin and Jasmine. That's awesome. We left and went to the other side of the park. She sees Belle. There's a 10-minute line for Belle. At best, a 10-minute line for Belle. Because, again, when these things happen, they happen. And, no, again, you just hang around the area and you would see it. If you've moved on, oh, well. But you can just go ahead and get in line. And, and there's no attendant being like, I'm sorry, the line's already cut off. There are the maximum amount of people. You know how many times that has happened? How many times that happened to you in Walt oh, Disney World? a bunch. When a bunch, you walk yeah. by with your kids and you're like, oh my God, there's Jasmine. I want to take a picture with her. And you try to get in line. And you're like, I'm sorry. She'll be back at such and such. A there was none of that. In fact, you know what? In the limited things that I saw, I don't remember there being one face character that had an attendant. Not one. They police the yeah. they police the lines themselves. I saw Snow White literally go to the end of the line, like, "Okay, you'll be my last prince," and walk all the way back, nice. and, and let the people know to tell the next person to come in that behind them. They, I'm sorry, uh, Snow White's cutting it off after me. Right. Not that the lines were very big. I mean, you could see the end of the line where it yeah, was. Yeah. But we're waiting in line for for Belle, and what's happening while we're waiting in line for Belle? Here comes Gaston, and he's walking the line, and he's talking to everybody. He's taking pictures. It's a pleasure to meet me. You know, that kind of thing. And <laughs> the whole time, he's stalking Belle, and then he'll just sneak up behind Belle and just look at her. He's like, Belle, you know, you and me. And then he'll, like, come up to the kid. He's like, okay, when you get up there, you tell Belle for me that her and I are going to get married, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, he would do all these great things. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it was a lot more interactive. We were on, yes. we were FaceTiming my niece in Fantasyland. Gideon the cat just walks up and just decides he's going to FaceTime Emmy. Nice. Yes. In the middle of sitting there talking, there's Gideon. He just walks up to you and he just starts to interact. Fairy Godmother did the exact same thing. Peter Pan plops down next to my mom, puts an arm around her and says, how you doing? And that snaps a picture and everything like that. So, I mean, that's how free roaming it is. They just, they'll surprise you, these characters. They take a lot of joy in doing it. Free range characters. Wow. Free range characters. <laughs> It is Roman doing it, then that's cool. And then, like, if the wait doesn't have to be two and a half hours, because that will easily suck up your day or yeah. night. Yes. Oh my God. You remember, like, uh, the line, like, okay, so when are you go to the Winnie the Pooh? When and that's just like a, an insane line over there. What it was like forty minutes, and you go to right. Walt Disney World. What would you say, Lee? By forty? Yeah, I would say about forty. Forty minutes. Okay. Yeah. Five minutes at, at Disneyland. Five minutes to get on to Winnie the Pooh. And this is at yeah. summer. I, I mean, mean, that's I, that's one, and I've never understood. Like, why is there such a wait for Winnie the freaking Pooh? Like, it ain't that much of a uh, exciting ride. No, but at the same time, it's like, 
can they not get people on this thing faster or do they need more cars or what's <laughs> there's no reason for that thing to be 40 minutes uh, well again it, it's, it's not a disneyland and it's better themed at disneyland like the outside of it is much 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 better themed and you walk out and who you run to like if you're in disney world right outside of of, of uh the ride you'll see winnie the pooh and you'll see tigger and they're taking pictures with people and that can be a 20 minute line don't you know we walked right in there, right there, and they each had their own little backdrop. It was Eeyore, Tigger, Winnie the Pooh. We walked in, walked out within five minutes, and saw all three characters. Knocked them all out, one after the other, after the other, after the other. I mean, that's how easy it was. We zipped through Fairy Tale uh, Princess Hallway. We saw Snow White, uh, Ariel, and Cinderella within five minutes. The only the, the longest lines I saw for characters were the Marvel characters. Huh, okay. And, right. and even then, maybe 15 minutes, maybe. Everything else, I mean, it was nothing to go see uh, a character. So that was the other thing I would say there, is that, uh, yeah, character interactions there are way, 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 way better. No, I totally agree with that. I remember when I went on my trip, uh, we were just walking across a bridge, and here comes Snow White just yeah. skipping around, and she just stopped and talked to us on the bridge. You know, my, my daughter's like, oh, it's Snow White. And she just sat there and got on her knees. I uh-huh. had to level my, my little three-year-old and six-year-old and just started chatting with them. It was amazing. It's such an investment of time. Like, when we went to see Moana over at uh, Halloween Horror... Oh, no, Halloween Horror Nights. What do you... Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on the show. It was like an hour and a half wait. Wow. At a hard-ticket event that we paid extra to get into. So that you could see... So that we yeah. could see Moana. And it was, you know, Moana did her best to be as cordial as she could, but there was a sense of, all right, one in, one out, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it know? moving, keep it moving. When, not only do you have it where they can spend more time with you, but you have it where, like, the, like Lily didn't know who Gideon was. And all of a sudden, Gideon's there, now she knows Gideon, and now Gideon's one of her favorites, you know? Nice. It's one of those things to where it's like a kid can develop a favorite character because somebody came up to her and started talking to her. Or started playing with her and, and, and just being like, oh my God, I, didn't, I don't even know who you are. Who was that? You know, it's cool. I want to see that movie. You know? So anyway, that's, that's... That's awesome. And so that brings us to number six. And I think we all knew we were coming here eventually. Uh, and that's that the attractions at Disneyland were marketably better than what they are at Walt Disney World. Yeah. I mean, if you name an attraction at Disney World, chances are the Disneyland counterpart is just better. It, it might not be by leaps and bounds. Sometimes it's just by enough. A skosh. A skosh, if you will. There, there, there are some, like, I mean, I could point at Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, where I could say, well, the Walt Disney World version is better than the Walt, uh, than the Disneyland version. Oh, absolutely. Version. I totally agree with that. But now they're such different rides. Yep. Even though they're the exact same ride system. It's almost like if you ask me which one I'd like to do again, I'd say Mission Breakout. Yeah. If you say like, okay, like one of the coolest things about walking through Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is you walk through that, that hotel and you see the queue and everyone tells you in that queue, there's all these different references mm-hmm. to the Twilight Zone tar- uh, TV series. Who remembers that? Right. I mean, like even I saw it as a kid, there might be one or two things I could recognize. Mm-hmm. When you're waiting in line of that queue of Guardians of the Galaxy... I mean, you're seeing the Stormbreaker hammer from Thor. You're seeing Figment hanging up in the, uh, what you call it, in, in the little glass case. You mm-hmm. saw, I texted you a picture of Harold the Yeti. The Yeti, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From the Matterhorn. I remember, I, mean, I remember the pict. There were so many little, I think Loki's armor was in there. I mean, I almost wish, like, I didn't fast pass it 
just so I could really take the time to absorb it all. See everything, yeah. See all yeah, that. Yeah. See the pre-show. There was a whole pre-show that I missed. Oh, really? Because wow. you fast pass? Because you fast pass. Like you get the the ride show. Like when you walk in, the collector explains what you're doing here. But there was stuff going on with Peter yeah. Quill and them on screen, and I got a, a brief glimpse of that when I walked in. But if you were doing the 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 regular line, you would have seen that whole entire show. Oh, that's and awesome. I could, I'd go online and 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 go catch it for sure. But yeah, it allowed you to go ahead and really look around and and see things, mm-hmm. which I don't believe that you kind of get out of the. I mean, it's there in in Tower of Terror, uh, Walt Disney World. But it doesn't resonate as well because these are not that current. Yeah, they're not current. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at things that were in movies that you just saw, right? So that makes it not just in movies, but in, in theme parks. There are elements of the Disney theme parks in there. Yeah, I remember we were having that discussion. Where we were talking about the studios at Walt Disney World, uh-huh. but why Tower Terror is great, but it's not so maybe because of the whole relatability factor, which that's is big. Exa- yes, it's a, big. That's huge, and. That's the one thing that Tower of Terror in, in Walt Disney World has going for it is that you go through that, was it the mm-hmm. fifth dimension? Yes. Yeah. E? Okay. You go through a fifth dimension and that's what makes the ride. You leave the elevator shaft. That's what makes the ride. Other than that, it's the exact same ride system. But now it's like you're counterbalancing leaving the elevator shaft with the fact that instead of seeing some anonymous characters creepily waving at you from a fake episode of the Twilight Zone, you're seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy fighting monsters. Yeah. You're seeing a real-life animatronic of Raccoon. Um, raccoon. Racket, racket, rocket. Yeah. The raccoon. Racket. I mean, you're seeing some cool, cool, cool stuff. So that's what I'm saying. I still might give the edge to Walt Disney World's uh, Tower of Terror just because of the theming and the way it's done, but it's close. Mm-hmm. It is really close. And maybe one more ride, I might be leaning more towards uh, Disneyland. Right, right. Um, the only other one that I could, I could think of that was close was... Um, Haunted Mansion, because you got that interactive queue that occurs right outside the Haunted Mansion. You've got the uh, MC Escher staircase. Yeah, uh, you get the interactive um, element at the end there with the the, the the ghost that follows you home is now yeah. on your switching your heads and stuff like that. Which I never really cared for. I like the old system better, mm-hmm. which they still have in Disneyland when you walk by, when you ride out and the, the ghost is just sitting in your car and he's just chilling with you. Well, because this, yeah, there's so many times they switch their heads and you're like, what do they just do? I can't tell. I mean, it's, tell, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to see what's really happening there. The staircase is cool, but do I want a staircase or do I want the hatbox ghost? Right. Oh, hat- yeah, 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 hatbox ghost. Being in that working elevator going down. Yeah. Walking that hallway, seeing the pictures change. Yeah, instead of riding through that hallway. Instead of riding through yeah. the hallway, uh, seeing that hatbox ghost, it's like, man, the, the hatbox ghost to me trumps all. And He's right was, there in front of you. He's right there in front of me. That's my guy. So, yeah, seeing that was phenomenal. Just, I want to see that. You got to see, see that. Got to see it. I got to go out to Disneyland. I think I told you all this. I had to ride it five or six times before I felt like I had seen it. Yeah. Like, I would see it. And I'm like, I didn't see it. <laughs> that was like something I remember watching on YouTube. Now I got to go see it again. It has to resonate. It has to stick right here in my brain that I was there. I saw it. I was, I could have. So his head disappeared and everything. Yes. I want to make sure one more time, one more time. One more again. One more time. See that. Right. Space Mountain. My God. Hyperspace Mountain was intense. Like you ride that old Walt Disney World Space Mountain. I'm, I'm usually a guy like, man, the, the original version of the ride is better. That original Space Mountain, it's rickety. 
it's you know there's not a whole lot to see mm-hmm. i know you're supposed to be in space but you feel like you're not in space you feel like you're on a coaster that's in the dark that any moment you're going to go around the turn and a freaking girder is going to take your head off yeah because you just you know you feel confined oh my god laser beams are literally shooting right next to your head going beyond you you see the star destroyer blow up i mean and it's it's not the little one car system from from disneyland it's it's you sit side by side. So it's like, a, I want to say it was like four people per car. You said it's a smooth, smooth ride. And there was a certain point where it got intense. Nice. Like really intense. So Space Mountain just blew me away. A hyperspace Mountain for sure. I can't speak for Space because I don't even think I rode Space Mountain the original time we went to Disneyland because I've never been a, a Space Mountain fan so much because of I never really enjoyed the one in Disney World. Mm-hmm. But I'll definitely be going back next time we go to Disneyland. That was intense. So that I was better. I want to ride that now. Yeah, I'm kind of. You got to ride that. I'm serious. Laser bolts fly by your head. Laser There's bolts. a point where you're about ready to go crashing right into, like, I want to say it was yeah. a tire fighter. And just as you're getting there, those laser bolts flash and it blows up right in front of you. Oh, that's awesome. It is. And then you go right <laughs> underneath, like, the blow up. It was, like, really, really cool. Laser bolts right by your freaking Boom! head. Soren. You remember? Okay, so you ride. The original so- Soren, yeah. You ride Soren in Walt Disney World. What would we say when they came up with the Eiffel Tower? When you saw the Eiffel Tower in Soren around the world over in Disney World, what you see? It was curved. Yeah. It was curved. It had like a birth defect or something. I can't. It was shaped. Yeah, yes. it had a weird force per- perspective. Exactly. It. it was curved. If you look to the light, right or the left, it you could see you were looking at a movie screen. There was no curved screen in Disneyland. Right. That was the Eiffel Tower. We're standing straight and proud. <laughs> it was erect. Yes. It had Say it no loud. erectile issues. It was happy to see you. Yes. <laughs> it was a happy monument. We, we, monsieur. Wanted to mount. If you look left, if you looked right, there was no evidence that you were staring at a screen. I mean, you really would have had to crane. Like, I looked left and right. My peripherals were just fine. Yeah. I was immersed in the screen. That's awesome. Even the cue leading up to it. Like, you know how, like, Soren that has that real that weird kind of cue in, 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 in Epcot. In Epcot, yeah. Like this futuristic, like, what are we going to say? And then you now you're boarding a plane? or Like, Probably, you're going through yeah. a cue that leads you through the history of anime, uh, it's aviation. Hangar, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's the hangar. original Soarin' and it fits that particular area. Absolutely. Condor Flats, yeah. Yes. I mean, just name it. I mean, it was better. <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to name one that I can think of that wasn't better i mean i'll say radiator springs is a better implementation of that ride system than uh test track too. that's radiator what i was springs, curious yeah dude that's the best thing that disney's uh, uh, to hell with pandora to hell with flight of passage radiator springs racers was the best thing that walt disney world is uh, walt disney world that disney has done walt disney company yes <laughs> you could say that that disney has done in a long Long, at least the last ten years. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful attraction. Yes. But better than Test Track, though. Better, than, I think, way so. better than Test Track. It, it it kills Test Track. To be fair, it's newer, so yeah. But I mean, still, I think it's a better implementation. It's of- like riding Indiana Jones and being like, okay, they can get rid of dinosaur. If you rode. Radio Springs Racers one time, you'd be like, yeah, you can get rid of Test Track and put it's, this in in its place. It's actually themed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's themed. Yeah. That's it. You know, there's, okay. there's that. And it's, it's a, funny to yeah. say because Dinosaur is the newer, uh, is the, the younger version of the Indiana Jones ride system, but yeah. you prefer the old one. In this case, you prefer the new implementation of the Test Track ride system versus the Test Track that we have here. So you're still out, though, like, gunning it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh yeah, you got to race. You're racing. Let's go racing. You're Rolling. racing other guests. Like another guest, like you're in a car with six people. 
Generally, your family is going to be most of that car. And then up next to you pulls up another family of six. And y'all race and y'all go at it and y'all are flying. There's parts where like you kind of dip to the side where you almost feel like you're going to fall out of that damn car. <laughs> I mean, you are going and it is fun. It, it is, is awesome. So, so fun to ride that thing. I mean, again, it, it's the perfect implementation of that ride system. Like test track, it almost feels like they're kind of shoehorning a theme into there where yeah. like, yeah, we're in cyberspace and you're like, what the hell does this have to do with you going fast? You well, know. fast again, Danny. <laughs> Get your balls back. Yeah. <laughs> the hell your peaches or what? But yeah, no, it's the perfect implementation of that ride system. It really, really, really is. And all the animatronics, I mean, every single one of the characters from Cars are represented in animatronic mm-hmm. form yeah. in that It's beautiful. In that uh, ride. And in some more than once. But speaking of Big Thunder Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain's head and shoulders, much smoother ride. Much in that finale, finally gives character to that story that they're trying yeah, to tell right. yeah. where the mine is literally blowing up <clears throat> sticks of dynamite going off and you can see the fuses lighting as you're racing through blowing up over your head unbelievable finale it's mm-hmm. just i don't know what it's taken them so long to say all right we're gonna have to shut down thunder mountain for a little bit and put this in there because right. it's a beautiful beautiful finale whoever came up with that my god that was a perfect way to close out that attraction give it a sense of story yeah i I remember when they first installed that there was a big hubbub about it and Mm -hmm. how good it was and stuff the submarines oh yeah yeah yeah. that's something i haven't been on yet that is just such a beautiful beautiful ride yeah i mean it's almost like you feel proud just riding that thing because it's like you know you know it's not gonna be a thrill ride you know you're gonna see a lot of the animation in in the um in the version you see in Epcot right. with Nemo's, you know, a lot of the animation and the scenes are, are similar, but there's just something to be said for the fact that you're underwater, mm-hmm. sort of, but you are. You're underwater. Of course you're underwater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Globe. You're looking through that entire, I mean, just, I, mean, I could just stand there for hours. And it's kind of history. Yes. It's you know, you're watch, in one of Walt's subs. <laughs> right. Watching those subs really, pass yeah. by yeah. Is, is gorgeous. Yeah. And being on it, it's even better. Uh, again, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm trying to give you as many as I can think of where I can give you an example. Uh, Peter Pan's flight. My God. It, 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 I like that version better. It comes to yeah. life. I mean, everything's lit up. The water's moving. The scene's different, yeah. The scenes are different. The only thing that was better, I want to say, about the, the Disney World version is that when you look down on, on um, London as you're mm-hmm. flying over it, it's a lot more detailed. And then you get to Neverland in Disneyland and you're flying through a starry sky. I mean, it's not yeah, like yeah. this little system where you're looking at... You're not paying attention to the girder overhead and the, the other uh, uh, pirate ships flying along with you. You feel like you're immersed into a starry sky with all these bright lit uh, waterways and mountains. And you really kind of get that sense of, oh my God, I'm in... That's the scene we're missing at Disney yeah, World. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I'll close out one more. Like Grizzly River Run. Grizzly River Run is an amazing attraction uh, that puts Kali River Rapids to shame. And Kali River Rapids are a fam- uh, was our family favorite attraction uh, for reasons that Eli's well aware of. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Lily would not get off that attraction. She wanted to ride it over and over and over and over again. And we did. And it was fun. It was so much fun to ride that attraction. That's awesome. It was longer. It was so much better themed. Good they story, yeah. two good drops as opposed to just that one big one that soaks you. I mean, it was so much more fun. 
Uh, the Matterhorn was the other one I was going to mention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that one is a bit rickety. That one reminded me a bit of Star... Uh, it's old. Yeah, it, it's, it's old. old. But the enha- give me that over Expedition Everest any day. Wow. I mean, you see the Yeti three times in there. And he's working? And he's working. He's, he's working moving. He's working and doing his thing. I mean, look, when, we, when you go to the Guardians of the Galaxy, you see the old Yeti, which is just stationary Yeti that didn't move, didn't do anything. That Yeti has been retired. They got a full moving Yeti <laughs> retired that lunges at you, that swipes at you, that does. Uh, that Yeti was beautiful. Wow. I mean, and like I said, you got to see him three times while you're on that attraction. So those are the six things that really stood out to me. Attractions were better. The character interactions were better. The fast pass system is better. The food is not better. Some things over there are outdated, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, bigger but, and better. Bigger isn't always better. That's right. I mean, the, the good things definitely seem to sound like they outweigh it. And just from chatting you with this, I mean, I'm I'm ready to go back. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you another thing that I loved about this. Okay, and this might just apply to me. A lot of people might just be like, well, that's overpriced nonsense. But I love this. When we left to go on the trip, I knew that I was going to be on the, the iPhone making all the uh, appointment, uh, making all the fast passwords and everything like that. So I knew my battery was going to drain and die. I, I, I brought a portable charger with me. Nice. That I would charge every night. Well, midway through the trip, it stopped working. The portable it, charger? portable charger wasn't working. And so I'd be in the parks and it would run out. I know that feeling. Yes. In Disneyland, they have something called fuel rods. Have y'all heard of these? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah it's like, like Netflix. Yes. But battery powered. You <laughs> can catch those in airports too. Yeah. That yeah. was freaking awesome because I just walked up to one and it cost $30. It's a hefty price because, I mean, most places, like, you, go, you can buy $20 and you have... Now, don't get me wrong. You get to keep it. Right. And, you, and they give you all the materials where you can charge it and use it forevermore. But what you do is, like, while you have it in the park, you just plug it into your phone and it starts charging. So let's say you're charging and all of a sudden you run out of battery again. Like, you've used up all the battery in there. You just take it to the next stop you put it in, and it swaps it out for one that's fully charged. Sweet. Yeah. Why did I think they had that in Walt Disney World? I mean, I never saw it personally. I've never seen it. I've never read seen somewhere it. that it was there also. It, it might be it in might the be. Orlando yeah. Airport, but I, I've never seen the fuel rods there. It might yeah. well be, and it's in such an obscure little location, I didn't see it. I, I, I can tell you, I didn't know that it existed in Disneyland until I asked a cast member, I'm like, do y'all just sell mm-hmm. one of these things? And they're like, no, you just use the fuel rods. And I'm like, what is that? Go to here. Ask this guy and blah, 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 blah. And sure enough, those fuel rods worked great. Did you get, uh, see any effects of the, uh, the construction with Pixar area or anything like that? Did that have any negative impact or was it even noticeable? No, because pretty much from the start, we already knew that nobody in my family was going to ride California Screaming after they rode it the last time. Okay. And I, I, was, I was game for that. And no one in my family wanted to ride Big Fun Wheel especially right. me because I rode that last time and we were so terrified we got off of it. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> I don't negative. know why. Like, I can ride anything but Ferris wheels. Yes. I don't know why, but I hate Ferris wheels. Especially when that freaking high. Yeah. Uh, World of Color was shut down. The only other thing mm-hmm. over there was Toy Story Mania, which we know I don't care about. Yeah. The Zephyr ride, the swings, all that stuff over there, nothing I'm interested in at all. So I, I can honestly tell you I never made my way over to that side of the park. I've been to that side of the park, never wanted. The carousel was shut down. That had been the one thing that I know Lily would have rode. Uh, but there was nothing on that side of the park that held any. It was like a bug's land. Like, I knew they were closing a bug's land. And don't you know, we walked through it three or four times. You could have walked on any ride you wanted to. There was no wait. And we didn't stop once. 
It was mm-hmm. always, yeah, yeah, whatever. Raider Springs Racers, let's go. <laughs> and yeah. we just flew through it. We, we were either on the Raider, way to Raider Springs Racers or we were on the way to the Ryan Country. <laughs> One of the two. That's awesome. Yeah. But the construction uh, to Lee's point, no. Yeah. What I saw, because we had a good view of it, it was, it was nothing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Any, anything? Oh, well, you know, one last thing. Uh, the parade. I know you mentioned this. Oh, paint the night. In, pay, in some detail, but the paint the night parade. And you also went live on Facebook, so those that follow us. Yeah, I hated that I did that now, in retrospect, because it came out so choppy on yeah. Facebook. What I saw that I, I should have just took a, a video of it and then posted it up posted later it right. on. Yeah. But I kind of like, I don't know, it was like, you know, suggested. It's like, oh, why don't you go live for that? Because I didn't really want to go live much in the parks because. You know, it's not like I had one of you guys here with me to really. I right. mean, I could have done it with Lily, I, I suppose, but I mean, it wouldn't have been quite the same. Right. So right. yeah, I, I didn't want to go ahead and do that. Um, but that was one that I did, and now I wish I would just tape the parade tape and kept it. it for myself because having that front row seat is awesome. Oh, and, yeah, I can imagine, and yeah. it was worth the prefix dinner over at Carthay Circle, even though it didn't live up to expectations mm-hmm. to to do that. And even running around, getting having a glass of wine while you're sitting there watching it right. was m- amazing. Being able to sit while you're watching it is amazing, uh, and it's a beautiful, beautiful parade. It's 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 gorgeous. It's it pays homage to electrical uh, the main st- mm-hmm. what do you call it the main street electrical parade. Thank you. In such a subtle but great way with the music that. Yeah. It, it, Meanwhile, it's that on steroids. Yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing to behold. I, you know, like one of the things that we were joking about is that, yeah, so Lily was fond of walking around with the, um, the button that says it's my birthday. Right. She had that. We were there in Disneyland for four days and on the last day it was her birthday, but she wore it proudly every single day. And I want to say no less than 200 people wished her happy birthday. Nice. Uh, and I'm not just talking about cast members. I'm talking about locals who have really adopted that park. Mm-hmm. And, and and look at it as being a special thing and want to be a part of the magic also would stop and wish that little girl a happy birthday and it just made her smile and made her day but nothing made her day more than watching the paint the night parade I'm like almost tearing up just thinking about it watching the paint the night parade and having characters like Rapunzel just wave to her happy birthday yeah and you could mouth their, you could see distinctively what th- they were saying right and so many of them did it and it was just like, oh my, so many people walked over, like even the performers like, mm-hmm. that had no names and just would tap her and just like, you know, give her the, it was phenomenal. It uh, that's was awesome. So well done. Such a great experience. That's uh, beautiful, man. I can't wait to see that parade again. Uh, I can't wait to see it, period. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't, uh, I don't it, knock you for putting that video up after we did that little simulcast there. You mm-hmm. know, you had to leave it, dude, because I was like. Man, I kind of wanted to see a little bit of magic, and it popped up, and I watched it. And, yeah, that was know. a surprise. I didn't expect yeah. you to do that. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. Yeah, that was nice. I had mentioned it, and I was like, "No, you should. You absolutely should." And, and I thought it would be a great memory to have looking back of us all. And there were parts there where I would pan over mm-hmm. to Lily, just so you, and Anna, and Anna, who is a lot more resident reserved, re- reserved, or, I should say, uh, to get uh, allow herself to get involved, was just having a blast. Nice. And loving it. And there's just something, Kev, you'll know it. The minute Mac turns the corner mm-hmm. and you see that huge truck right. lit up, there is something that just, I mean, it's just that moment where you just stop and you're just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm seeing. Really, Mac? I'm on his back. <laughs> 
That's it. <laughs> and yeah, no, that parade is phenomenal. I mean, it's the best Disney vacation. And I'm saying something, I'm talking about as a guy who's gone to Disney World for seven days, 10 days. This was the best Disney vacation that we've had in a long time. Food illness included. <laughs> and I haven't even touched upon the resort and how cool that was yeah. and how much I loved the Disneyland Resort. And there's a thousand things I could say about that, but I mean, I think we've said enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's if anybody is a Disney World lawless, I challenge you to go to Disneyland for five days and come away with the exact same opinion that the Disney World is the park that you like the most i challenge you to come away with it i mean because i tell you what you get over that you get over that castle of small thing pretty freaking quickly when you see how cool everything else is i mean if you're any kind of a disney fan i mean period you gotta respect at least what it is yeah you know you, you know, know what it is? that's that's my thinking you know what it is for me Kevin? it's that moment where you walk up to the uh, there might be a moment where you're like you're walking up to disneyland castle and you're like Oh my God! Yeah, it's it's much much shorter than our castle, and then you take a few more steps and you're like, oh, I'm standing in the exact same spot that Walt Disney stood on that picture that you see in so many places yeah. with him walking out of Sleeping Beauty Castle by himself. And it's like Walt stood here, and that kills everything. Like everything you're like, oh, this castle is ooh, I'm standing in this spot. No, yeah, and absolutely. The, the thing that I always picture when I'm in that exact same area is the opening day video. Mm-hmm. You know, where the drawbridge is down and you can see the carousel spinning in the background and all these characters start running out. You know, Arc Linkletter's there delivering whatever yeah. and just chatting. And that's, that's the thing that always pictures me. I was like, this is it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're in this place, you know? Um, yeah, so what if the castle's small? But, I mean, it, there's, there's history there. If it wasn't for Disneyland, the guys, Disney World would not even exist. Yes. So there's got to be some respect that you got to pay for that, especially if you you claim to be any kind of Disney fan, and you must be if you're listening to this show. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you're if you're a Disney fan, and you're listening to the show. You you owe it to yourself if you have not been to get out to Disneyland at least once in your life to experience what uh, the came the predecessor to what we enjoy here in Florida. It's the old pilgrimage, like I said before. It, it's. It, it's returning to Mecca, you know? It's like yeah, returning I, to I the like motherland. That. I like that. And it could be like, I, I could say that to anybody in the world. I don't know if we have Chinese listeners or European listeners or whatever, or Japanese listeners. It's like, uh, y'all have great parks, but, you know, if, you, if you're a big fan of this product, go see the original one in Anaheim, California. Yes. Because if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have parks in your country. You got to go back to the heart. You got to go back to the heart. The heart. Come your heart. The heart. Come your heart. And look, I challenge it. Look, give it five years. I guarantee you, give it five years. Let Star Wars Land open. And then let Marvel Land open right after that. Mm-hmm. Give it five years. And I think you're going to see a lot more people getting fed up with the lines, not getting to see everything, not getting to ride something you love more than once. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a lot more people getting fed up with Walt Disney World and going over to Disneyland. The question is... Are they going to make the same mistake <laughs> that they made with Walt Disney World and take it and turn it into a FastPass Plus system? Right. FastPass Plus, for me, has helped kill the Disney experience. So I really hope that Disneyland stays pure like that, even yeah. if it means yeah. we can't have alcohol in the park. <laughs> That's <laughs> still pure. Yeah, that that is, is very that pure. That was originally pure. There wasn't alcohol in Magic Kingdom for the longest time either. I do like a little impurity in my pure. <laughs> 
It, to me, it's like if, if that's if that's all I got to sacrifice, well, then stay gold, pony boy. Well, I hear that. <laughs> Think when you get back to the room. I hear that. And by the way, like, I, I, just one more last point sure, on this. Sure. I could see where people could be like, you know what? It's not as as, as immersive as uh, as being at Disney World because it's not the, the scope of Disneyland is much 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 smaller. Oh yeah, and, and that you don't have the the the. The feet, the yardage, the square the millions footage. and well, millions. All the hotels and all the restaurants right. and all the different, uh, the land that you have. Water you, parks. Yes, yeah, so well, you yeah. do feel immersed in the magic. But if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel or, or, or at the uh, Disney's uh, Grand Californian, mm-hmm. you're immersed in the magic. Yeah, you're there. You're very much immersed in the magic, and which is why we spent the extra money to stay at the Disneyland Hotel, and mm-hmm. we were happy to do it. And... Um, Got our money's worth for sure, uh, and because and, I think it's my favorite theme. It's, it's the first and only hotel that I know that is themed to Disney. <laughs> yeah, everything else is themed to something else, which is cool. But it's actually themed to Disney. It, it, yeah, it's like I said, wa- looking at that wall and seeing all the different celebrities and seeing them on the attractions, just that in and of itself is cool. Seeing RFK on the Matterhorn was cool. Well, uh, guys, I'm curious to hear what you guys think of Danny's uh, six takeaways from Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, curious to see if there's any rebuttals or any other uh, alternate thoughts or maybe agreements to what he has said. Um, uh, all very valid points. You know, and this was just from his experience on this trip back two weeks ago. Yeah, it's been two weeks. I, guess yeah. I was going to talk a little bit more about uh, the... Um Walking in Walls Footsteps Tour, but mm-hmm. I thought we just kind of covered that. I don't know if there's anything. I, again, I haven't gone back and listened to that show yet yeah. because we got right, or as soon as I got home, it's like, let's get into Dan Cockrell. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, then I had to edit right that it. one, so I never really got yeah. a chance to listen back. But if there was any other questions y'all had about uh, Walking in Walls Footsteps, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I alluded to it on the show that I was a little bit disappointed because we didn't get to, uh, you know, ride as many attractions, right. ride any attractions, I should say, unless you count Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. And I, you know, I felt like they should have allowed us access to Golden Horseshoe, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Club Thirty Three. Uh, but no, the, the, basically the whole tour took place outside of access areas in the parks, in common access areas, I should say. Okay. Um, there was no, like, behind-the-scenes kind of no thing. There's no behind-the-scenes, none. In fact, there was one part where they're like, okay, well, you know what? We're in New Orleans Square. We just had a talk outside of the Haunted Mansion, which I thought for sure they would take us into, but they didn't. Where They actually played Rolly Crump and Walt talking about the Museum of the Weird. Huh, nice. cool. Uh, like a little soundbite. And then we board the train. So now you got to sit there, you got to wait for the train. Mm-hmm. Train shows up, you get on the train. You got to wait for everybody to get on the train. That, that takes about 10 minutes. You get to the next stop. And that takes about 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to the next stop. And then they're like, okay. And then, which is cool because we got to see all the, the diorama, the, yeah. what, the, the primeval, primeval world and everything like that. Yeah. And you disembark the train. The tour guide says, now you've been sitting on this train now for about 30-something minutes. You've been waiting. And the tour guide says, okay, I think this is a great point for a break. <laughs> Take a 15-minute break. <laughs> like, Fifty minute break. We ain't seen nothing. <laughs> we ain't do nothing yet. Ain't no break Take here. Us somewhere. Give us a ride. Do something. But yeah, it's monkey. <laughs> Show me something. But you know, yeah. I do remember. I did say that I was going to tell you because I said that you know most of the stuff. If you're a, if you're a Walt fanatic, if you've read the books, mm-hmm. if you've uh, watched the documentaries, you've you've heard all these stories before. None of them are uh, except like when you hear about Walt's old girlfriend that dumped him. It's in the books. It, I don't know if they play it up quite as much as they play it up on the tour, but it's in the books. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I did not know about 
and again, I, I might have read it in a book and it just didn't register, was that the, the idea is that Club 33 was where Walt took, well, VIPs to wine and dine them, right? Right. That's the common story. Well, Walt was dead long before Club 33 opened. Right. Not long before, but enough before. Enough, yeah. The real Club 33 was the Red Wagon Inn, which is now the Plaza Inn on Main Street. They had a back room over there that was hidden, and all that's been destroyed now. But that was the original place where Walt, where they served alcohol. Mm-hmm. It was a much smaller area, to be sure. But that was the original place where Walt took people to kind of, you know, VIPs of the park to kind of wine and dine them, have a drink, and nice. you know, check out the check out the park. So that was the one thing. And, and so you like, got to see that. No, no, you did. Of course okay. not. Well, you're not listening to me, Kevin. <laughs> they chose nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, to be fair, it's all been demolished and redone and everything. Like yeah, that. so true, there's not true. really. But I mean, yes, no. All we didn't get to see anything except at the end when they took us up to Walt's apartment. Oh, okay. That was the climax. That was the climax. Here you are. Yeah. There you go. It was a hell of a climax. It should be. I mean, it was. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I won't complain about the fact I didn't learn all that much because it's my fault for having read all the books. And, you know, I, I, I will complain that I didn't get to see the inside. I think Golden Horseshoe should have been a must stop. Because right. that is definitely a place where Walt loved to go and they could have told us about Wally Bogue and everything that happened in there and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I think that would have been great. Even taking the Liberty Bell around. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they need like a walk in Walt's footsteps for the extreme nerd. <laughs> extreme Walt nerd or Disney nerd, period. Uh, that would be great. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that talk about Disneyland. We look forward to hearing back from you guys. If you want to learn more about the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com. Or you can call or send us a text message at 1-815-MOEKIN. That is 1-815-MOEKIN. 669-4226. You can also leave a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on our homepage. And of course, we've got a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli, who does things with comics. Eli, tell them what you got going on. Uh, you know the story. It's all about the glory. Uh, anytime you want to take a break from listening to this podcast and check out the work on www.ivorycomics.com, you're more than welcome to do that because there is a link back to this podcast, as always, so you never miss a beat. And oh, we link back to you, sir. That's right. It's a, it's a whole <laughs> Lincoln thing. It's like the circle of life, circle of Lincoln. Tip touching. It's great. That's it. I <laughs> <laughs> love technology. Tip touch. <laughs> Tip touching. <laughs> Oh, oh man! That's networking for you, right there. That's how we do. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a tribe, and we keep it alive. We reach out and touch someone. There it is all the time. Just with the tip. <laughs> Just with the tip. Just with the tip. Just a little bit. Um. So as always, you get. I, I think uh, the Moeekins that have supported Ivory Comics uh, thus far. So those of you that haven't, go ahead and check out the site. You can see the artwork for Project Geisha, uh, Savages, Molly Be Damned. Uh, this interviews, blogs, all that good stuff. Uh, Facebook.com, Eli H. Ivory, you could find me there. Project Geisha has a Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, um, always there, EIV504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So, as always, appreciate the love, guys, and uh, keep it going. That's yep. a tip. That's a tip. And all the money goes Just directly to Eli to support him uh, sending his daughter to college. 
yeah <laughs> in the very near future so hopefully i save up enough and get to check out this land of disney myself that's right and if you want to book a vacation with eli to go to disneyland you can do so through lee lee tell them how they can do so <laughs> wait a minute, uh, wait, just wait, give wait. Me calling. you can book an exclusive eli package that's we're, right. We're Lee lost we're, we're, well, actually, there's a Southwest airline that's uh, painted to look like Eli, and you can go in Eli. <laughs> and you can fly <laughs> Eli to uh, Anaheim or John Wayne Eli Airport. Airlines. You can fly Eli's big black plane all the way to John, <laughs> right into John Wayne. <laughs> Don't I get will. this whole podcast canceled, Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rest of us need to work, too. <laughs> I ain't seen that. Either. I, bam. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm Book sorry. a trip with Eli package. <laughs> Book a trip with Eli's package. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. That there sounds go. a lot better. Yes, yes. All right, Lee. How do we book a, a trip with Eli's package? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's give me a call at four one three three four nine eight seven four seven. That's four one three. What's up? That's four one three. Four one three W A S S S S S S S S U C Four One Three Eli's package. What's up? What's up? That's what's up. check me out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Lost Travel. That's L A S T O V I C A Travel. And you can email me at Lee at MagicArway.com. As always, we will get you hooked up and booked up with no Hasovika. No, Hasovika. What's up? What's up? Anyway, guys, if you want to support all of this magic, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way, you know, I just thought of something. We don't have any affiliate links on our website. <laughs> I got to fix that. <laughs> oh, we don't? Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. I guess the code. Do we not have any up. affiliates anymore? We don't or? have any affiliates. Nobody loves us. Did anyone oh. tip us out? No, I think I just got to fix the coding in the background just to kind of get it no back affiliates. up and running. Yeah. I, I pulled it up the other day. I was like, wait, where are my affiliate links? That sperm code. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? Um, yeah, what's up? Um, yeah, the easiest way to support all of this magic is to leave a rating or interview in iTunes or wherever you download this show, whether it is Stitcher, Bluebird, Google Play, etc. And also remember, we are part of the DBS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And guys, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome to the Magic Array Podcast, so get in touch with us today. The Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quahirini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Turkey sandwiches. The necessities are Mother Nature's Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> like that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. <laughs> Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. 
Uh-huh. You know, it, it, it's it, what's good about it. Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... Hey! Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, Get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, uh, they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you... Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Bada-bing. 